Hey, welcome to No Grant Week, Volume 3, I believe this is. I think so, actually. You know, nobody nobody got angry today. Like, we didn't. Is that a first? Probably. For this show? Absolutely. I think so. I would think so. But we didn't get angry. We got to watch football. We got to do a draft, which is starting in like T-minus five seconds. Yep. And uh, and a fantasy basketball draft. Yep. And uh, and then we didn't we didn't have to talk about the Mariners for twenty minutes. We didn't. And genuinely, I don't even know if do we really talk about baseball other than just like oh the Yankees game got moved. Yeah, we we mentioned that. And then the well, and then the Mariners lose. Yeah, they went eighteen. Yeah, well, everybody knows about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was a happy show. It was. I hope you're all ready for a, lot, a happy show. A lot show of chilling, today. a lot of just kicking yeah. back. We're we're gonna you know? we're gonna go through our we're at the end of the draft, we're gonna go through our, our teams today. Um I, I feel like I did pretty good. I'm not a I'm not the world's biggest NBA fan, which I do at one point expose myself as not remembering that Porzingis <laughs> got uh traded to Washington last year. That's right. Um, but we're not like I said, we're not in basketball brain mode. We're, right we're not we're in, in that football mode. brain. We're mode. in football. But uh, some breaking news: a couple of different things happened tonight on the, on the show yep. uh, that we got to talk about. And uh, um, even we didn't talk about it, but uh, Tua is going to play quarterback for sure. It sounds like this Sunday. Yeah, I, we did talk about him coming back, but yeah, but that's it's going to happen this next week. So tune into a nice, calm, relaxing couple of hours. Yeah. Enjoy the ambiance and the lack of Grant Hawker in this show. Oh, man. It's going to be great. And guess what? You don't have to hear anything about the freaking Seahawks <laughs> this week. So just even better. light a candle, put on some soft music while you listen to Jameson and I say nice things to each other yeah. and about Dustin Hopkins for the next two hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sportsify with your host, Matt Novak and filling in Jameson Dufour. What's up, everybody? We are literally running on tonight. Uh, this is Matt. I, no joke. I just ran here. He, this is true. Just we, sat down. We are trying to hit our live fantasy basketball draft. And so I just ran from one side of this complex to the other because, as always, parking is horrible. Mm-hmm. No shocker. But luckily, I'm uh, I'm picking 10 here. Oh, you're picking nine. Uh-huh. So I, we, I was just looking at the draft order. A uh, little bit different from the ESPN draft order, but they also are not ranking them in rank order, at least not my default they haven't been like the x rank whatever that means um but yeah it's Dude. ninth I, i'm interested to see who will be available but well i know who you're not taking at nine so right now what are we at we're at five lucas steph tatum harden towns are the five through nine rank I don't know who's picking Halliburton at 10, but it's not this guy. I don't know that right now. I, I'm a big Halliburton fantasy fan, um, but maybe not first round. <laughs> I don't mind. I wouldn't mind him later. I just think it's a, yeah. it's a little high. I, I would maybe take him over Towns if it were me personally. I'm not, I'm not a big Towns guy. Well, I'm hoping since we're in a we're our our uh, league is called Blazers in the West, 
And I know that we've got several uh, Blazers fans right right now. Dame of Thrones is going, for instance. Um, I would not mind jump. him uh, jumping and grabbing here. You are, you are that, and somebody choosing Tatum away. Oh, they did. There he goes. There's Dame. So, so I can. Get, oh, oh my gosh! Steph Curry I, just dropped to I, nine. I, I can get Steph Curry. Don't mind if I do. Are you Thank kidding? You, well, you gentlemen. guys just absolutely hosed me. So now my choice is here. I'm sitting on. Do I got a minute? Yeah, I got a minute. At Towns Halliburton, I'm not taking Ball. Uh, not taking not, Kyrie. Not taking Kyrie. Trey's not a bad pick. Trey would not be a bad pick, and then Booker even down there because I'm at ten, so I I have to pick two back to back here. Mm-hmm. I know that Towns would not be my first choice here, but looking like if I was at the end of the second round and Towns yeah. was available or even middle, I would take him. But since you have to double up and you're so, going to have to wait basically two full rounds. And just so up. it doesn't tell me I made a bad pick, I'm probably just going to go take Towns with the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do that here. Let's do that. And then I am the turnaround. I'm going to take Young, I think. it's be- For me, it's between Young and Booker. What I like about Halliburton is he gets the steals. He has, uh, I don't know if this is projected last year, but 127 steals. And he's kind of a triple-double monster sometimes. Right. And he's a good player, bad team, because now he's on the Pacers. And so it's like, who did That's the Pacers fair. have? That, no, and that all that is fair. I I just, Young has the pop-off. He's got he's yeah. going to play a ton he of games He does have to share a, a backcourt with DeJounte Murray now, but yeah. his production's still going to be just fine, I think. But I think that's just more assists. Let's do it. Those are my first two. So I took Towns. I am up I took next. Trey. Are you going to go take Halliburton then? You going to fill the, fill the backcourt and be I, done? I mean, I, I wouldn't either- be taking Davis here. That's not enough games. He didn't play enough. I, I was considering it, but it's a high risk, high reward. Because if he plays, I think he's going to be good, but it's I, a matter of him. I hate that neither of us that. are going to get Edwards, by the way. Big yeah. Anthony Edwards fan here. Um, same thing with LeBron. Like, if man. I were in a position, I. Last year, you I, made fun of me because I got the old man, and you were I, like, I don't think you're going to get it with him. And then he played all those games. I, I we were shocked. I don't think you're talking. You might be misconstrued. You told me that he wasn't going to play enough games to because val- I, I took him pretty high. Well, I, I think I was probably trying to talk you out of it because oh, okay. I, I am oh, you got to Le- pick. You got to pick. I am a LeBron guy. Um, I, I am going to go Halliburton. Okay, he fills the backcourt. Oh, did it auto draft for me? Oh, what did you had it? No, I did. I think I clicked, and then I accidentally also just clicked on Lamelo right after because it popped up Lamelo. I was like, I did not want that. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's actually fine. Um, I uh, like both of those guys. I'd like it known that Grant is auto drafting. Okay, I understand. also he's not here. We yes, oh yeah, we should say that he's not here because yeah. he's not. Grant is uh, Grant's at Disneyland, um, because that is where his wife likes to go. Mm-hmm. Not the in, and he wouldn't necessarily be the first person to say it. He does love himself some Disneyland. Not that either of us are haters. Yeah, I mean, I'll be going next month yeah. with my family. I am so. probably going in January. That's the tentative plan right now. Uh, is I'm taking my family. But I also have two little kids. Yeah. So I also have, aside from the fact that I went back in 2019, it's not really like a yearly thing for us. So it's still... Like I can count the amount of Disney trips I've made on one hand. Mm. So that I cannot. Yeah. I, I'm not there. 
we we eclipsed that. So it, it, before it's my still, 18th birthday, for it sure. still has some of the magic. But we are. This you. is a this is a multi multitasking podcast well, yeah, right now. We, we got the we had draft to, going. We had to fill things because Grant's not here. Yeah, we have the Monday night game going on in the background. Just back from halftime. Yep. Recording the show all at the same time. We're we're adding we're adding some things to fill the void of the or the lack thereof when it, of Grant's tears. That's mm-hmm. part of the reason that he's in Disneyland right now is that uh, yeah. Grant had a had a rough week with his Mariners uh, after his big rant last week. We were hoping for some things that did not end up taking place. Mariners end up getting knocked out of the playoffs earlier. Uh, than any of us would have liked. Um, but uh, Grant is uh, drowning his sorrows in... Uh, I mean, I I saw a pretzel with cheese earlier on in it, on his Instagram, uh, that giant one that they do. Uh, I happen to know a few places that he's going to eat this week uh, via his wife, <laughs> and uh, he's not going to be sad. He told us today that he was trying to talk his wife into the Monday night game. That, yeah, that uh, would have been... They're just a few miles away from the stadium right now. We we kind of kicked the idea around. We're like, who's who's playing when we're down there? Um, but things wouldn't wouldn't have really lined up how we would have wanted to. But would like to go to SoFi at some point. Honestly, for anything, I think oh, it's sure. just a cool venue. But so I have a question. I like we're gonna get into some football in a little bit. Um, I'm gonna admit that this is taking place earlier in the week than I'm used to, so I'm a little out of my normal rhythm. Yeah, I'm going to be doing some addition while we're here uh, because I need to check and see uh, how we're doing on Pick'em. I'm still pretty sure I'm in first place. You but, should be. Um, yeah. But we're, we're going to get some football. We're going to talk some stuff. But do you do, uh, do, you do mock drafts? Like most people for NFL, we do mock drafts. Like I, I, did, uh, I did an embarrassing amount this year. Um, because I did, I did maybe one. I did them for different... Did them for like different places. I knew I was going to yeah. draft randomly in two leagues, so I couldn't really guess. And then, um, but I knew my place because I had won the A league last year. I knew I knew I was going to be drafting at ten. Um, do you do basketball ones? Have you ever done them? Uh, not mocks usually. Um, I think I maybe did one mock basketball draft this year. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a big mock draft guy. I don't know why. I like to know where guys are falling. That's what helped me prepare for like getting Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in uh, our football one was I I understood a round where he was going so or both of them were going so if I wanted to make my play I knew when I had to do it by mm-hmm. um you know and uh, which did massively work in my favor. Both of our picks am, are coming up right now. I am drafting. Are you taking the Kawhi? Um. You know what I am going to do? Maybe a little outlandish, but I did it in my other league as well because I think he's going to be a beast. What'd you do? What'd you do? Oh my gosh, you just just Zion? Yep. Well, sir, you can have him because I'm going to do something awesome. Hi, Jimmy Butler. And I'm going to go to the guy who has done nothing but get me two championships and win me championships. Vuk, bring it back. Let's do it again. He is good. I do like him. I took him. I left Kawhi. I left Garland and Beal and DeRozan. Those were my other options. Would have been happy with three out of those four. I would not take Kawhi. He misses too many games. Since I didn't take 
Anthony Davis or LeBron, I'm considering it only because if they're going to do anything, the Clippers, that is, it basically has to be this year because it's like their fourth year of PG, Kawhi not doing anything. But will he stay on the court? That is the question. Um, This is not the team I had earlier. You know what I do like, though? (laughs) Also a sleeper in my leagues, and I think because I have good guard play already. Who would you do? Would you go Evan Mobley? Okay. Okay. He's been one of my go-tos. And I think the, the thing I like to do in basketball drafts especially is I think the value picks get buried way more in basketball in comparison to football. Yeah, I, and so, so I, I did one mock today, and there was so many guys that I recognized were on our final rosters last year that weren't getting drafted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be a fir- like good first week. Test the water. See who's starting. You know, move some things around. We don't have a bench, really. We only have three spots in this mm-hmm. league, which I see other leagues do four or five even uh, in, in the deeper leagues. But we, we went light on the bench on purpose. We like the moves. We like to make people be active. Mm-hmm. Especially me, because I, I am that person a lot in, in fantasy sports. Yeah. And uh, I, the thing that I like about basketball drafts is I feel like not a whole lot of people like scroll down past the first handful of people in a basketball draft. But once you kind of know... like who's coming back or who's going to have a big year. You can usually go down there and there's like some crazy value, especially if um, you're, I, I think fortunate enough to have Steph Curry who's basically going to carry my team. That's where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the risk with Zion uh, because last time he played, he was basically like, that's weird. You just said Zion Williams, name, and they just highlighted the guard Zion Johnson on the screen as you said his name <laughs> Zion Johnson popped up those are the only two athletes I can name that are named Zion, Zion. Uh, so yeah. that was yeah that was just kind of a interesting hilarious coincidence but i yeah i i love fantasy basketball it's I, very different i from football. this is, so fantasy basketball is actually the first fantasy game that i played i was 15 years old i think i might have told this story on a previous podcast i'm being honest i think i might have told this last year but um, I was 15 years old, and for my birthday, it cost $30 to play because that, these guys were charging um, the money so they could run the sites back then. I mean, this was all like mm-hmm. basic coding that people were putting into these websites and whatnot, and we had to... Um, but everybody had to pay to play. There was nothing free. And, um, and fantasy football already existed at this point. I think even a basic fantasy baseball was out there online um but uh basketball was the first one really taking off uh you're already up again that means i'm coming up i am up again um and yeah so i but i played this so that would have been i am i am turning 38 next week i don't know if i've ever said that on the podcast before how old i am um you know what i think i'm gonna go with take your take a second because I need to get this thing back loaded. Okay, I'll oh, take, going, I'll take uh, my time. Alexander, um, no. Oh, I I think they're gonna tank pretty hard. Well, they tanked last year. 
I know, and he's really good, but they also, if they're going to sit somebody for wanting to suck, they're going to take him. Yeah. I want some three-point shooting with Steph also. Okay. But I'm going to go Desmond Bain. Uh, yep, I like that pick. I like that pick. Bain came on strong last year. Uh, I was... I was well, it, it didn't ruin my draft, but in my ESPN league, he was like right there. I was waiting for him. I was like, this is the perfect value spot. And then he gets swiped right so, before. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back here because um, Shy, uh, Shy Shay? Shay. Shay, Shy. I like his name. Shay Gilgis Alexander. He's, it is absolutely impossible to pronounce. He he might be one of the guys in the league that I feel the worst for because he's legitimately very good, but well, he's okay, gonna be so he's on like my a, team. He's in a perpetual rebuild like all the time. Uh, if I didn't have he's usually my backup guy if I don't have a guy like uh Tyrese Halliburton on my team. Uh he is on my team. I now this is the one where I couldn't decide earlier. I was struggling with this quite a bit. Um, for instance, how long is Middleton out? First few weeks, it says. He's usually another one of my go-to guys. I did, I will say, in one of my other leagues, um, take the risk on Michael Porter Jr. Because yeah. I, I think if you play with Jokic, and I think the Nuggets are just going to be good. All, like I, They're probably a top three team in the cool. West for me right now. Um, if he stays healthy, he's another one of those guys that can just put up. 27 I night. think because I know what I'm going to do later that I'm going to go ahead and take Middleton. I think there's great value in the pick long-term. It's a long season. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the beneficiary of playing with Giannis. So. He is. Um, when Giannis, it went, on the occasion that Giannis takes a night off, he's your best friend. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that dude goes off every time. Mm-hmm. Um. Since I do want to fill my forward slot a little bit right here, are you are you thinking? Are, I like Anunbi here too. Ananobi. Ananobi. Why can't I pronounce names? It is my disease, people. That, I suck at this. That is who I was thinking about going for. I did take him earlier. Um, You're going to talk yourself into Michael Porter Jr. right now, aren't you? Mm, I I wouldn't do it. I'm you not. Don't take too many risks. I, I'm not. Because uh, Desmond Bain can also play a small forward, so I don't feel as bad for believing. Okay. Um, plus, I've already got Zion. So my other my other take actually right there might have been Mister Injury himself. Uh, Clay was about three spots down. I, I saw him there and I eyeballed him. Yeah. Um, but but you can't do that. I you can't Steph. go one two. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that to yourself. Because uh, you're gonna hurt your yourself uh, on the consistency. Now, yeah. um, there's some stuff coming up. I do want to hit some stuff while we're doing this. By the way, uh, Broncos currently up 13 10 in a third, uh, but Chargers are pushing right now. It's gonna, it's be, gonna be third, third and one ish. One and a half. They're uh, they're looking like they may get another score here. Uh, 13 10 Broncos. I gotta say, like out of the gate, uh, Russell Wilson did not Added suck down. it up here. Ooh, yep. Well, yeah, he like was gonna be a tight what, game. Like ten for ten. To start. Oh, I don't know if they can kick. I think the kicker went out. Right. He, did he, he come back? He made a kick right before halftime. 
Yeah, and then um, but like was in pretty clear pain. Like he mm-hmm. kicked it and like took a knee like right after he swung his leg. Oh, but oh, he, oh, here he comes. But this one's also a chip shot. He got his cortisone shot. He's ready to go. Yeah. He see he made 37 earlier. Oh, it is Hopkins. And, okay, I wasn't sure. If, yeah. Kind of hooked it in, but it, let's see. With where they're at right now, he, I think it's He's like do it. A chipper. Let's go. 31 yards. He put it in. Got it. He yeah. put it in. There you go. At least this game is better than the last Broncos primetime game. Um, He looks, you you know who he's about as big as? He looks like the same size that Pat was when he was in. Kind of, yeah. He's got that same kind of build, stocky shoulders, you know, kind of build. He looks like him. Uh, But no, I should say, Russ Russ played a good first half. Uh, Made some pretty good throws. Uh, The Broncos offense cannot stop committing penalties. I don't know what their problem is. Literally, they're they're highlighting it in the uh, promo right at the beginning. You hear uh, Aikman and and Buck talking about all the penalties that the the Broncos have been committing, and uh, on on the offensive side, and they end up going like first and twenty from their own like ten to mm-hmm. start the game. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. It was a holding, and then uh, I think it was a false start. Um, it was just. It, for them, it's like they can't get out of their own head all the time. But then Russ made some really good throws. Um, got a uh, a rookie uh, tight end. Oh, the guy from UCLA, Dillich, I think is his name. It oh, has be- the two C's in there. Yeah. I can't remember. But I got maybe. him on like a 30-plus yarder, and, and uh, I got a touchdown in there. So, I mean, they put 10 points up in the first half, went, I think, three and out there to start. Um, in or might have got a little bit of drive here in the third quarter. Now I think about it, but um, I mean, really wasn't a horrible half considering how bad the Broncos' offense has been. Yeah. Um. So this is this is a good game right now. Thirteen, thirteen. It hasn't been super boring. Both quarterbacks getting run around a little bit. I saw Khalil Mack got his sixth sack in the first half. So we'll keep paying attention to it. I got a few things to talk about from yesterday. Yesterday was apparently yell on the sidelines day in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Um, there was two guys that started yelling on the sideline. Now, it's it's the dichotomy of the NFL where one guy's allowed to do something that somebody else isn't. And a guy that we highlighted last week um, who got special treatment, shall we say, uh, on maybe the worst call I've ever seen in my <laughs> life that wasn't, again, the pass interference in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But um, the uh, uh, Tom Brady, uh, as we talked at length about last week, uh, getting sacked by Grady Jarrett and then not getting a call, and then the whole uh, fiasco that that was this last week, uh, got a little upset in the first half and started screaming at his offensive line, uh, let them full-on have it. I presumably not necessarily for some pass blocking, but it's actually more uh, for not blocking for 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 net uh, very well and opening up lanes early on in that game. And then something uh, absolutely hilarious happened yesterday. The Panthers are in a free fall. I uh, had to fire Matt rules. We discussed last week on the show. Um, they uh, promoted Steve Wilkes, who is a, uh, uh, not real great as a NFL head coach, but uh, seems like a heck of a guy, if we're being honest. Um, and uh, the players are clearly not happy 
Um, I can imagine that uh, specifically um, Robbie Anderson, who played for Matt Rule in college, um, was I not happy. I'm going for immediately here. Uh, I, I think, oh, really? I don't mind what you just did. Thank you. Um, I'm going to stop real fast, make my two picks, and then come back. Uh, I got to remember what I have, though. Okay, okay. Matt, you're doing a good job. Let's just go ahead and do this. Thank you. If I wasn't so guard heavy, I was considering. Well, I'm I'm a little bit guard heavy right now, but um, well, no, I'm not. Who am I kidding? I'm literally, but right here is like all the guard picks. Yeah. Um. You now, know what? I'm I'm not gonna do it. But you know who I wouldn't hate for some value. You you'd think about Ben Simmons here. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'm I I saw that. I I I really want to take uh, uh, Tyler here because I think I'm gonna do this. And uh, I'm gonna as, be done with guards. I just took I took Russell. Okay, I don't hate I took it. D'Angelo Russell. I I was gonna say. By the way that Ben Simmons plays basketball. I I think his floor of like production is actually pretty good. Oh yeah. Just on its own. Cuz I mean his his rebounds because defense, of the way he plays. Um I mean, yeah. Oh you Oh wait, am I talking you into it right now? Uh <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um I could use a center again, but on that the Nurk is coming. Uh, he's gonna be gone by your next pick. Yeah. You're not gonna go Draymond. No, don't. No, don't take Al. Al doesn't play enough minutes. I'm, I'm not. You know what? I'm doing it. All right. We're taking. We're I taking will ben say Simmons. there wasn't a lot. I mean, you could have gone. You could have gone Jeremy. I, Grant I thought here. about Tyler Hero. I will could've say. Gone, I mean, Hero's a good pick there. He is. Dude just signed a big contract. Oh, Nurk just went. Game of Thrones. Dude can't help himself. Yeah. Nurk. Uh, I. I'm not big on Nurk anymore. No, I, I totally get it. Too many games missed. Basically, just, since he broke his leg, he hasn't really been no, the same guy. So, but I want to get back to uh, Robbie Anderson, though. Super unhappy, just like a lot of other people. Again, he was Matt Rule's guy. Matt Rule just getting fired. And Robbie Anderson decided to lose it on his position coach before uh, the end of the first half yesterday in the middle of the Panthers' loss. And then... In the second half, dude's hanging out on a stationary bike, not really involved in what's going on. Somehow ends up getting into it again on uh, on the sideline with said position coach. Mm-hmm. And Steve Wilkes says, you know what? I had enough of your attitude, mister. But, and I, I've sent this to you guys today. Um, Robbie Anderson definitely looks like he joined the Island Boys. He, lo- I did not he realize- looks like the... What's the name of the the doll from Rugrats? Is that Ursula or something like oh, that? Yeah. Oh my god! Where it's like got the that's a deep dig. It's like the Barbie with all the hair pulled out. That's what his hair looks like. He looks terrible. Uh, <laughs> that's what we're trying to say. But uh, Steve Wilkes says we had enough of you, Island Boy, and literally kicks him out of the uh, game. And then we wake up today, and Robbie Anderson has been traded for a sixth and seventh round pick to the Arizona Cardinals who, uh, unfortunately for them, may have lost one Hollywood Brown yesterday, uh, maybe for a, quite a while. Could be this season, some people are I speculating, up, but nothing's come out yet. I didn't end up catching what it was. 
Uh, this was a lower leg injury. I was watching the game when it happened. Um, he did come out uh, very disappointed that Rondell Moore didn't get uh, more shots, by the way. I ended up, uh, I've already lost in fantasy football because of that. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a week. Dude, nobody scored this week. Uh, we'll, we'll hit that in just a little mm. bit, but. Um, so yeah, Robbie Anderson now playing for the Cardinals. Uh, lessons learned. Okay. If you're going to yell at your teammates, you need to understand. Oh my gosh. Bad sack. Russ ran right into the pressure. I don't know where he thought he was going. Uh, they overloaded the left side there and there's two dudes just running free. I didn't see it catch. If that was a corner blitz, uh, uh or that was I, outside I, that was linebacker. James. Oh, yeah, Derwin came up. That's Derwin. Yep. Bink. That's Derwin and Khalil just... Khalil even stopped and let him have it. What a nice guy. Khalil held the contain, (laughs) and then it was just easy pickings from there. Oh, man, that was... Oh, oh, oh. No, I I think that's going to be incidental contact on the punter there. I don't think... I don't think they're going to flag that. Wow, nice duck. You just saved your own life, bro, (laughs) on the return. But yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, again, you need to you need to know your place. And Robbie Anderson yesterday did not know his place, and that's why he finds himself on a different roster. Uh, there was uh, there was some interesting stuff happening yesterday. Um, for some reason, Teddy Bridgewater did not start for the Dolphins, but he did finish the game for the Dolphins. Thought that was really interesting. I know they're probably taking it easy. Yeah. They're they're on their third string quarterback there with Thompson. Uh, he goes out with some kind of hand injury, thumb injury, something like that, mm-hmm. and wasn't playing terrible, but boy, they weren't moving the ball super well with him. Then Teddy comes in to play catch-up ball and did get him within a score and got uh, got everybody's fantasy teams all the points that they needed. Um, if you happen to be streaming Mike Gesicki yesterday, yeah. 21, 22 points, um, but... Uh, yeah, the Miami Dolphins come up short. The um, the Minnesota Vikings I just improved to five and one. I what the crud? I don't really feel good about any of their wins. I feel honestly at this point, I feel better about the Giants than I do about the Vikings. The um, the the Jets yesterday beat the Packers I, convincingly I, in Lambeau. Somebody on this podcast last week said that it would be interesting to see the Green Bay Jets matchup because it's the the first test really for a team like the Jets who seem to be having a good time. I mean, and uh, same thing for the Giants too. We said going against the Ravens, we're like, hey, they got a good record, but but yeah, we're 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 just waiting for that to fall apart. All of a sudden, like Daniel Jones doesn't turn the ball over. I mean, at least not like he was, mm-hmm. and. They're getting production out of guys that other teams have just let go. Richie James is seeing the field more than Kenny Galladay. Uh, we've uh, we've seen all this crazy stuff happening um, that you just can't expect, predict, see coming. Um, mm, this is how long is uh, Robert Williams out for? That's a fair question. Does it tell me? I I think you got to tap that little that little box. We're both coming up on our picks real quick, so we'll take a break on football and come right back. Yeah, I mean, 
you know what? We're at the 89th pick. I think even if he doesn't play that much, he's worth stashing. So, what do you? Oh, you're getting okay. I'm gonna get him. His average pick was 82nd. Was when he was drafted. So, I feel like I can I can squeak by if he doesn't play. Well, I'm gonna do nothing. I'm gonna take Mr. Consistency. Okay, this is happening. Uh, Tobias. Tobias does nothing but get you stats all the time. I have also ridden that train the last two years. Never disappointed. Never. Uh, what are we at? 91 here? Okay, I'm going to go do my dig. The, now, this is... I know this is dumb, but I'm going to do it because I need the center. And also, this is incredible value where um, I don't know why he's this far down. Are you going to take Clint Capella? I am. <laughs> I was looking at it. Uh, I I took Capella in a couple of uh, or in in the in the mock draft earlier, and I was like, why in the world are we letting Clint Capella go this far down? He's I understand he's not Mister Points, but he fills out that stat sheet and mm-hmm. it's center position. They're all the important stats. Yeah. Um, so to to me, for him to be there at a, they're ranked him. I mean, his X rank is one hundred four. I don't understand that at all. Uh, especially when decent centers are hard to come by. Yeah, that's where I'm going to. I mean, they got him. They got him under PJ Washington. I don't understand that. That makes zero sense to me. I really would have liked to have taken Keegan Murray. If I'm being honest. Um, yeah. There's only a, there's only a couple rookies that I think are really worth taking. Um, they drafted him uh, to replace. Uh, uh, what's his? Oh my gosh, uh, Johnson, right? Uh, who are we talking about? I was just uh, Spurs. Brought in Keegan Murray to replace. Shoot, small forward. Darn it! I'm having a brain fart. Yep, I'm having a brain fart too. They brought him in to replace a guy that no longer plays there, and Kenneth Walker. Um, they're going to start him. What? Kenneth Walker. I think he plays for the Lakers now, and he used to be a a Spur. I don't know. The the Spurs honestly haven't been that great to watch the last couple no, of years and they won't be extra this year. Boring. Uh they I think have the least interesting roster in the entire league this year. Mm. Um which we haven't really talked a lot of basketball, but Victor Wembanyama looks like an absolute freak. So I I have conflicting feelings about how basketball will be this year cuz obviously with the lottery there's like only so bad that you can be to have the best odds to get that pick. Yeah. Um, but there will be a lot of teams that will flirt with losing enough games to maximize that potential um, while also being somewhat competitive. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of teams that only win like 25 games that actually aren't even that bad, but they're like, unless we're going to win, yeah. then there's no reason to, because this is one of the best years. Uh, as far as like getting the guy um, in recent memory. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It pretty top heavy. And then a lot of teams that are just going to flirt with the, the play in. And then, which I think is unfortunately going to be our Blazers flirt with the play in. Yeah. I, man, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I just, 
I feel like they have not played a lot of guys together for very much time. Um, like preseason was interesting how they managed games. Um, didn't see a lot of the projected starting five getting um, time to uh, time together. Um, they kind of mix it up a little bit, which I'm all for, you know, trying some stuff. Oh, that was a good get. That was a good get. Keegan Murray just finally went. Um, this is the part of the draft that I like because now I've at least taken care of all of my obligations. So now I can just kind of go through and be like, mm, "This guy's a good value. Let me go ahead and snag him." Yeah, we're at we're at three bench spots. We only got three positions left to draft. If you have not done fantasy basketball before, this is in and out in about forty minutes. I mm-hmm. think is normal, but forty forty five minutes. Um, but. Uh, it's it's super quick, lots of fun, um, and you can have the computer uh, basically uh, maximize the amount of games that uh, you can get in with your roster every week. So it's not something you got to uh, check constantly. And then if you're a notifications person on, let's say, the Yahoo app or your ESPN app or whatever uh, you use, even though I think ESPN is garbage at most things... Um, you uh, do the notifications, you get let know about your injuries, make a quick sub, call mm-hmm. it, no big deal. Um, or you can be a dork like me and literally look at this crud almost every single day, um, which is what I do. I, I'm being super honest about that. I do it all the time. Like I am constantly trying to maximize games. And when I have, um, when I'm playing, like, like let's say Jameson for some, somehow beats me um, on an early week in the year. Um, I'll look at our, our next matchup and I'll be like, you know what, I'm going to play this up. So I'm, I have no problem dropping a guy here or there to go maximize, get a couple extra games, see if I can get a few more stats in Jameson. Yeah. I do that to him. I do that to, I don't ever have to do it to Grant cause he sucks at it. <laughs> um, and I do it to, uh, to my friend Queen B, uh, in our league. I, I love doing that. Um, she's a, uh, a listener to the show. So, uh, shout out and yes uh i want you to lose uh that is my goal always oh that's brutal he had eckler there on a second eight rolling to his right kind of an awkward angle but oh man that would have been nice uh we're about to get our last couple picks in here real quick so we'll finish up and then we'll jump uh farther into football uh there's some value picks right here Kind of all over the place. Yeah. A lot of different ways. Um, hmm. You know what's mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. to me here is Clarkson. I think we can wait on him, but I, it's interesting. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get my other pick soon. Uh, I'm going to get him off the board. Oh, took Brogdon. Okay. Let me get him off the board. Okay. Well, I'm going to not do that yet. Hold on. <laughs> Oopsie. Go back to X rank. Let's see what my value positions are here. Well, I'm definitely going to do this because I think it's hilarious because I hate his guts, but he fills out the stat sheet better than anybody else left. Eat it. Yep. Yep. I definitely just took Russell Westbrook, my second to last pick. And 
Oh, this one's tough. There's not a lot of guys that I want here. I mean, yes, Isaiah Jackson's going to play a lot this year, but does that really translate into real stats? Uh, don't like any of these people, man. Um, did play Monty Morris for stretches last year. Don't know that I need to take him here. Don't want to pick anybody from Minnesota. You know what? I don't know what to do here. I'm just going to go take... Oh, what did it take? Brad, I missed Brandon it. Brandon Clark. Who? Plays for Memphis. Oh, dude, I did not want... Oh, well, I'll just drop him. That was my last pick anyway. Yeah, with, with these ones... So, oh, I technically have one more pick. I think you do too. Um, oh, do I? Yeah. End of... Very last pick of oh shoot yeah we do round. I thought we had um we were done I don't need him who I do need is do 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 man there is just like looking all over the place there's so many. Different directions to go. I'll get a little more depth at center. Um, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Oh, how far out am I? Uh, dang it! I gotta wait that long. I yeah, it's the very, very last pick of the draft. Awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cue one guy that I'm kind of interested in. And if I don't get him, it's not the end of the world. The nice thing with basketball, again, in comparison, as you kind of talked about, is that ability to just go in and add and drop people. Right. So even if you do have a thing where you're like, I'm kind of guard heavy and my centers aren't really doing a whole lot for me, you can kind yeah. of make do, skip by. Somebody will get hurt. Somebody will drop somebody. For sure. Basketball, usually it's like, oh, they're just going to sit out for a couple weeks. Pick them up. There's a lot of shuffling around, which is I'm which I'm gonna is be nice. real honest. I don't like this team near as much, but I was super ticked that I had to draft tenth. I yeah. This is for me, this is I had three I've had three drafts out of the last four I've done across all sports where I had to draft tenth. So I'm just kinda over it. Wow, nice defense. stop on fourth and two by uh Broncos there. Uh, I think I think if D Hop was healthy, that's a field goal, uh, probably. Because uh, Dustin Hopkins, they're, yeah, <laughs> uh, they're a, they're a little outside the thirty there. Look like yeah, but that's I mean they're inside. That's SoFi. He, yeah, D Hop's got range. Oh yeah, yeah. That he's normally no, he's no routine sixty yarder, Justin Tucker. But yeah, well, yeah, missed one for the first time, and I can't even remember how long. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, what was the who did you oh it was um Harrison uh the Chiefs Bucker yep that would have that into the wind from sixty two yards in mm -hmm. Arrowhead uh and it would have been good from like seventy like it was I'd be curious because that's a it's a the wind there crazy. swirls quite mm -hmm. a bit um you know Missouri being as flat as it is 
and that stadium literally just sitting on a in the middle of a parking lot next to uh, the interstate there um, with no hills for, I don't know, like six to eight hours away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, n- nothing to nothing to stop it. It kind of comes in and swirls because the wind kind of comes from all directions. Genuinely, like I lived there for two years and I remember south wind. East wind was a little scary. That usually was a cold wind if it made it over there. Um, and that's where uh, sometimes the uh, the tornadoes, um, it's the clashing of the, the opposite winds that yep. create them there. But, um, but no, it kind of swirls from every direction. So I, I'd be curious how hard it was pushing because it, it doesn't usually sustain wind one direction for a really long time. But that was, that sounded like ridiculous. And then I, so I went and watched the highlight and I was like, holy cow, that's up there. He buried it. It was like, I, that would have very easily beaten Justin Tucker's record. That, yeah, no, and like no offense to, a, you know, potential goat, um, Justin Tucker, but uh, uh, Tucker's last, that was also very good pass defense. Yeah. That was very nice. Is that Jackson? Uh, no. I don't know their numbers there in, in uh, I just oh, know that that's I almost not said him. San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, which I know is wrong. <laughs> I know it's wrong. But it's what I want to say. Yeah. Uh, on purpose yesterday, I, I did call Cleveland the Indians um, unapologetically in a baseball discussion with friend of the show, Levi. And uh, I, I said, yeah, I, I know what I said. But don't worry. I, I said it on purpose. <laughs> and, he, and he just kind of laughs. He's and and he goes, let's just let's make a pledge to forever call them the Indians. It's like absolutely. Um, who is it? Uh, is it is it Segura Burr? That's got the 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 comedian that's got the amazing, um, you know who made them change their name? It wasn't. I think it's Tom Segura that did that. Yeah, I think I think that one's Segura where where he goes. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the Indians. Because if you ask them, they, oh, yes, he's like, because if they'd ask them, they would say, you know, we really don't care about the name, but we'd really like our land back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then he goes, no, you know who made him change it? White women. Yeah. Um, not not my That's opinion, by the way. Funny little bit, but not my opinion. I, I want to yeah. make sure uh, that is heard. Um, I, I did have a, a fun conversation with somebody about uh, a comment that um, our, our co-host uh, made uh, while I was in the event, at an event this weekend. Somebody was listening to our show and mm-hmm. uh, commented on, on some things he said. I told him I might mention it just to make fun of him because he wasn't going to be here. Um, but there's a, a particular phrase that I'll, I'll tell you off air that he apparently, we, we may not have noticed that he said about two or three times that's unbecoming of, uh, of him and his profession. So we're going to give him a hard time about it later. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of what it would have been. Oh, as soon as I say it, you'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, no, he says that." Okay. <laughs> usually, usually just to us and without microphones on. Okay. Uh, but he he has apparently let it slip a few times, and it has been noticed. Oh, he may have said it, especially I think this last week when he was very mad in that 20 minute barrage of insanity. It's that probably he one of those things where I just don't even notice. Yeah. And then- no, it's the way we would talk. Yeah, and then somebody's like, blah, blah. I was like, oh, oh, all right. Yeah, no, it it, it was, it, I mean, I was like, whatever, yeah. you know, like, I, I get it, though. 
Uh, but they were they were definitely giving him a pretty hard time about his uh, choice of words. Um, so uh, we we're we are not sharing any politically charged opinions, and <laughs> we are we are not saying uh, anything that resembles the curse the, the cursing. That, that uh, all, all I'm doing is just saying everybody's name wrong. I just can't yeah. pronounce names to save my life. And sometimes they sound like bad words because you're just that far off. Yeah, but that's that, that's, that's different. very true. Oh, that was contact oh. with the head. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! I think was that, that a was, fumble, a murder. It looked like a fumble forward. Wow! For a sec, but oh yeah, tell. yeah. No, he flicked. They definitely hit him in the face there. Um, that should have been contact with. But he's not Tom Brady, so he's not getting yeah. that call. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm an advocate for Russell Wilson in any way, shape. That's, I mean, I guess it's kind of incidental. That that is looks closer. that looks like yeah. he just went straight at his head with his arm. Yeah. Wow, that's twice in one play. They didn't call it at all. Jeez, man. There was a uh, another questionable roughing in this game earlier, though. I don't know if you caught. Oh it. no, I haven't. I didn't see that one. Um, I was getting ready to come over. They even brought on. Um, I don't know if it's Gene's territory that they have for these ones who or whoever their guy is um, yeah. for the Monday night games, but it was basically like by the letter of the law, that's basically uh, uh, that's a no call. And Aikman was like, "I'm just going to leave it at that." <laughs> and then they just it was basically he wrapped up at the at the hips of of Russ and then slid down to the legs. Okay. And then they called a a roughing a passer. Hmm. And then you you bring oh, in your right. official guy and he doesn't one. mince any words. He's basically like, according to the rules, that is not a roughing the passer. All right, I may, I <laughs> and then may, they move on. I may ask you to pull that one up since we're. I we're literally was watching it and I it was quite a bit ago now, but I had to rewind. All right, and, we're, and rewatch it. Uh, I think you're. Are you up? Um, I am next. Okay. For my last, yeah, we'll, pick. we'll make our last picks here, and then we'll we'll read up our teams real fast, and then we're gonna. Just dive into football for our, our, uh, well, a little over an hour that we got left here, and uh, we'll do our pick with, as well. With the last pick for me, there Let's were a few people that I was pick. looking for. Don't you take them. There's a few people. Don't you do it. Wait, is my, my guy still in my queue? Oh, he is. Okay. Uh, one of the guys, I wanted Bones Highland, and he got taken, I think. Oh. Um, you know what? Just because just I think left. he'll be he, I don't think he's going to contribute much, but he might have to and I wouldn't mind having a little more um forward depth. Don't you do it. I'm going to take Josh oh, Hart. You did take Josh Hart. Way to be a fan. I know that's not why you took him, but no. I was con- um, honestly, I was considering if uh, if I didn't already have some of my guards locked also, in. Also, also going to take a forward, just jumping in to finish this up. Um, but I really like this. Uh, this is a guy who scored last season twelve hundred fifty points, had about three hundred rebounds, one hundred twenty assists. Uh, ha- had count them one block. Guy plays small forward, power forward. Bogdanovich. It was Bogdanovich, and I'm taking him. The other Bogdanovich. The, the other. Way. Yeah, no, I'm not taking Mr. Injury Prone the plays in Atlanta. Um, I'm taking the guy who's going to start for the Pistons. That's uh, what honestly, I, like. the, I think the Pistons can be a little frisky. I, I like Sadiq Bay as well as a value pick. I got him in ESPN. 
I uh, wasn't available by the time I would have wanted him here. But all right, I'm gonna run it down. Uh, I ended up taking this is my starting roster here. Oh, Broncos just intercepted. Uh, was that Gerald? Oh, oh and he fumbled. fumbled. Oh, he's got a chance at it. Oh my gosh! I think, I think they got. I think, I think they Broncos got it, got it on the thirty yard line. Wow, that was a crazy play. Who was that? Everett that dropped it. I I looked up and they were running with. The I ball, think so it's. I, I think it was Everett. I think there was a deflection off Everett's hands. We'll see on the replay here real quick before I screw this up completely. Number seven, that Everett. Mm. All these guys got low numbers on this offense. I think Everett is five. I know he's nope, seven. It is Everett. Everett, which is uh, weird because earlier he was uh, snagging some one-handers on some tight end screens. Man, he almost got that back too. Yeah, he really did. He almost got that back. So it goes off Everett's hands or defender uh, deflects there. Uh, who's that Browning? Yeah. Uh, ends up with a the ball. Then somehow it comes out of his hands. Everett, Everett almost, almost picks it up. grabs it. And, and then, then Browning <laughs> jumped back on it. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, so Browning technically loses about 10, 12 yards there on the return. <laughs> uh, but now Russ and company with 10 and a half left in the fourth are sitting pretty on what was like a, it was a tight window throw, I'd say, by Herbert, but that wasn't a horrible pass. That was no, that was pretty him, good defense. It hit him in the hands. He would have got munched after he caught it, but it wouldn't have been anything. It yeah, was like a hospital ball. Yeah, these these guys have been chippy all game, and uh, they're they're kind of, you can see it coming. They're getting after I, There's going to be a fight before this one's over. All right, so I'll run through basketball, and then we'll jump straight only into football the rest of the time. Uh, I picked... Uh, my starting roster, I should say, is going to be uh, Young. Then the name that I cannot say. Is it Gilgis Alexander? Shea Gilgis Alexander. Gilgis Alexander. All right, there we go. I'll, I won't remember. Uh, then I took Jamal Murray, my third uh, starting guard. Feel real good about that backcourt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Butler, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Middleton, who's out for a little bit. Um, Vukovic, Clint Capella, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Tobias Harris, Russell Westbrook, Brandon Clark, who I genuinely don't know who he is. I've probably only seen him play a few times and wasn't super standout. Um, and then because I'm usually watching Jaw and um, uh, well, usually that's why. Yeah. And then uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, I do know that name, and as uh, my my last player there. But up until honestly, up until Westbrook. I'm not disappointed. I still don't think this is as good as what I drafted earlier. Um, but for the most part, I'm a big believer in go after, going after and getting guys that are going to play a ton of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle, my only concern there is Middleton. Middleton's played, I think it's on average, about 68 games the last few years. So I'm going to lose him for some time. But knowing that uh, Bogdanovich is a, a starter that I can sub in Tobias Harris... Um, and get some games there. Um, we'll see if I stick with Brandon Clark or if I have some injuries, got to drop some guys at some point. But all the way around, uh, Jamal Murray plays night in, night out, and plays well. That's a stat sheet filler. Yeah, he might just have a little bit of a slow start as he still gets acclimated for missing so much time. I I wanted but. to push back on on the... Uh, I'm going to screw it up right now. Gilgis? Yep. Yeah, there we go. SAG. G- there we go. Or SGA. 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 I, I have seen that before. So let's just go with that. 
Uh, by the way, uh, Broncos just made a field goal, 16-13. That was a real quick three downs there. Um, but uh, SGA last year had almost 1,400 points, uh, 278 rebounds, 331 assists, 46 blocks, 71 steals. Um, I, 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 I know that he plays on a really bad team, but this dude is awesome. Um, yeah, and it could be a second like a team. He could be a second team contender. I don't think he's going to be first just because he plays on such a bad team that at some point they're going to rest him. Um, but this is a guy that could carry me uh, in uh, as far as my my backcourt's concerned. It carry me on on the rounded stats there. I mean, just gets you a little bit of everything every yeah. night. The and, only uh, concern I would have with him is if he does have um, like even the the slightest little injury. They do sit them quick. They they That's will fair. do the whole, like, you don't have to come back anytime soon. We're going to send you home for a little bit. Because, again, they, even though they have 19 first-round picks or something crazy like that over the next several years, um, they are still not in win mode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to have Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray did not play last year. I uh, was out all season with injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That dude, when he is in, though, is an absolute monster. Um, and I think would have been a much higher consideration. Either he's getting taken mid-sixth round in this draft, just because he sat out last yeah. year. I He would have likely been a low second, high uh, third round pick um, if he was uh, coming off a quote-unquote normal year. Um, you know, so lots of, lots of, lots of good stuff. Uh, that I was able to snag. Love the the rounded portion of my my roster, my lineup. I'm coming off second place after winning the league the first year, so I've gone one and two in this league. Um, last year, Jameson and Queen B and I pretty much terrorized everybody throughout the season, um, and uh, Jameson had a really loaded roster that I was able to finally overcome. I went on a streak. At the end of the year, and I think I think I won my last like ten or twelve. I almost weeks. went undefeated in the regular season in that. Yeah, I, did you have two? Lo- I think you had two, and I was one of them. And Queen B was one. I, I think. I think I can't. Remember. Or no, Grant got you. Grant, I think Grant got you one. Ah, I was one of us. Anyway, I don't know. But I got. I that's, I know I got you once for me to look back at the history. And, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I I know I got you once. So it it was a uh, it was pretty close though. I I don't between me you and Queen B. Uh, none of us had more than four losses on the season, and uh, it was definitely the three of us in total points going into it. So yeah, and I'm feeling good about my team too. I got Steph. Always love. I actually I don't know if I've ever had Steph on one of my fantasy teams. I've never I never get him. I I'm usually uh, in my other league. I had the third pick and I got Luca, which and I thought was a shame on the dude that took Lillard over him. I know who that was. I I believe that was Queen B. Well, it was Queen B's brother. Okay. So shame on him. Okay. Uh, I I know he's listened to the show before. So if you are listening, a uh, guy who disguises himself by the name Ben because that's not his real name in our league. Um, I. Yeah. That was bad. Even if even if Dame is good, I feel like Steph is just going to have another nuclear type season because oh. he's in the system. He doesn't miss, uh, and as long as he doesn't get hurt, he plays a lot of games. So and he's going to carry that uh, team. Real quick, bum breaking news that uh, we're not going to get to cut into the Yankees uh, Guardians game tonight. Indians game. 
Um, because it got postponed again. Really? They're gonna be playing game five tomorrow. So already got other series started and they're having to push they're this one back. Finishing. Um ooh, yeah. obvious face mask there on uh what was that Eckler they were tackling? Yeah. Yeah. Um but then I yeah, I got Steph and I got Tyrese Halliburton, who I like. Got Desmond Bain, OG Ananobi. Zion, who again I'm really big on him this year. I think he's going to be a stud. He better play. Hey, you took him high. He better play. He will. He will. I've heard this before. We've all heard this before. He will. Uh, Evan Mobley, who I also really like. Um, and then when I was drafting centers, it gave me uh, Wendell Carter Jr., who I also actually like. He's very good. Just happens to play for a bad team or in Orlando. Um, and then Robert Williams, who I will eventually probably insert as my starter, um, but he's going to be injured coming off of a knee thing from last year. So, uh, and then I got Ben Simmons again. You know, put him in there. Um, you you got some good question marks. If I, all your dudes it, are playing. It, if it's they a play, I, I feel good. I got Zubac as my um, my other backup center, who I'll probably start. Uh, and then the last three: Malcolm Brogdon, Brooke Lopez. Again, just some center depth, and then Josh Hart. So. I I like my backcourt in particular, and I also really like OG Ananobi. I think he's a a sneaky guy. Well, I'll I'll give Grant's real quick the his auto drafted team here. Um, I would say that his team is rounded pretty pretty okay. I'm gonna pull it up. Too. Uh, don't don't love the end of that bench. Um, but he has some formidable starters. Dinwiddie's actually not bad for where he got him. For where he got him, I agree. Because without Jalen Brunson... But I feel like there's going to be... I mean, Levert didn't get picked up. There's going to be some guys that you could go yeah. grab right Dinwiddie away. Dinwiddie was just... He had some heaters off the bench last year as soon as he went to Dallas. So yeah. for where he ended up getting him, it, it's not that bad of value. But, it, you know, he's not like a, a make-or-break guy. But... Van Vliet's good. Van Vliet. Um, I got. Uh, he got Zach. He got uh, Kevin Durant, and that was his first. Yeah, pick. Kevin Durant was his first pick. I ended up with Jalen Brown. There's KD. Got Randall. Uh, power forward Bridges. Uh, playing that swing two three. Uh, I got Bam at one center position. Wood at the other, which I liked. Wood. Man, he, they didn't. Bam, they got kind of early for him, but. They held off on center until way later. Can I tell um, you the funniest thing roster. from my ESPN league? Uh, let me kick out his last couple. Jeremy Grant, uh, Gary Trent, then Harrison Barnes on the bench. Wiseman on the bench. Don't like that at all. No. Uh, he's, he ain't going to play. Um, he ain't good. And then Dinwiddie, like you said on that last one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not a, not a big fan of the end of that bench. I... I mean, some good pieces though. It's not like they gave him crud. This is—I've seen much worse uh, auto-drafted teams. Anyway, so in my ESPN league, like I said, I had the third overall pick. I uh, did, did. You get? I got Luca. You got as, Luka. as my first pick did, in that ESPN. Did league. Did you skip Giannis to get him, or did Giannis already go? He. It went uh, Giannis, Jokic, in some order of fashion before me. Okay, so one, two, and then, and then... Luca was there. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but the funniest thing was I got Luca with my first pick. I got Kevin Durant with my second pick, thirteenth overall. What the idiot? actually fourteenth overall? And the person got I got drafted in front of Kevin Durant. 
was Jimmy Butler. Somebody drafted Jimmy Butler before, before Kevin Durant. Human beings. And I was talking. I mean, he's one of my good friends. I was talking trash to him. And the uh, little your, like set your love of players aside when you go to draft fantasy teams, guys. Yep. Um, yep. Your I favorite was, player might not be your best option in fantasy. I was like, just throwing it out. There. I I I got nothing against Jimmy buckets, but right, Kevin Durant is right there. I also got Halliburton in that league, so my team is Luca, Halliburton, Kevin Durant, Sabonis, Mobley, Anthony Simons, Zion, Scotty Barnes, Tyler Hero, Sadiq Bay. And then we have four bench spots. Well, three bench spots and an IR. And I have <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. was technically eligible for IR, so he's on my it's IR, and I picked up another player. guy off waivers. I actually picked uh, Mikhail Bridges off waivers. Oh, crap. Do we not have IR set up? It might not. I don't know. Okay, have to I'll look, look at that. that afterwards. If we don't, I'm going to add that in there because that would, that would even it be it, smart for me to I do. I think too, we did last year. I think we did last year. Because well, I could throw Middleton. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. Because yeah. I could put Middleton on it right now and go get somebody. Yeah. Um, but true, you can't draft somebody into an IR spot. But you yeah, can yeah. So that's right that's away. what I do immediately after every basketball draft. Is there's like still so many value guys out there. Yeah, and just with you know how many people you can draft for a basketball league, and um, so I think I got like Will Barton or something. Well, we're at six and a half minutes right now. Eckler just got eight behind the line of scrimmage. They're not really throwing. I mean, they uh, were earlier, but I haven't really seen anybody throw the ball downfield at all. You don't. I. I have now I watched a 49er game against these Broncos and I will say you don't want to throw the ball downfield against this team. Uh, and Patrick Sertan is terrifying. Um, and as a whole, they're just awesome on the, on uh, anything beyond 10 yards. Like they're just scary. Good. Not that uh, the chargers lack the guy with an arm to throw downfield or um, some playmakers. I mean, Mike Williams is one heck of a downfield threat. Oh, Herbert, don't love that. Uh, takes off run on second and 13, right into the heart of the defense, but ends up sliding for, what was that? Uh, about five. So we got a third and eight at the 20-something here, and they're down, like I said, by three. Um, oh, that is, uh, that's not, Zion Johnson playing right guard for them. Somebody came in. Unless Johnson, nope, he's out. Zion Johnson not playing right guard at this point. That must have been why they had the commercial break a little bit here. I go here on the drive. Oh, boy. Uh, jailbreak. Oh, my goodness. And they got oh. a flag. Oh. Got the flag. Uh, a, there was a jailbreak break blitz on the left side coming after uh, Herbert there. Herbert throws to the right, you know, pass interference on 27 there. And, uh, oh, man, Damari Mathis. While we're so, on this football conversation, again, I heard... It um, should be. It, you know, I'll say it's my, like, all-inclusive stat of the week, which, by the way, he, he definitely held. Him. Yeah, he 100% did. The... Um, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one it was at this point because my Mondays are just full of going through all of the <laughs> Sunday night, Monday morning sports podcast uploads from the weekend. But sure. um, it, it was basically the trend that we, we've we already kind of noticed it. Like if anybody who's watching games knows that like offense isn't really popping this year like it has usually been, uh, especially with quarterbacks. Right. And um, going through... All of the teams that were winning football games 
and looking at how many passing yards and passing attempts were made in those games, mm. it, you know, Falcons, they win um, with 129 passing yards from Marcus Mariota. Yep. The uh, Commanders win a football game, 99 passing yards from Carson Wentz. Which you know another shoot me Thursday night football. One of the ugliest games I've ever seen. Um actually I think Zappy had a pretty good week this week. Yeah, he did. I did take the commanders on Pick'em, by the way. I feel like I was the only person that did. They're pretty bad. Um the Jets, maybe like one of the the biggest forms of this, ten completions, ten of eighteen, 110 yards for Zach Wilson. And they beat the Packers by seventeen points. Um Vikings, Kirk Cousins, they win. He throws for 175 yards. So it's just like, it's this weird trend. Basically, the guy that bucked the trend this week was uh, Zappy and uh, yeah, um, Matt Ryan had a big day. Threw the ball 58 times. 42 of 58, 389, three touchdowns. That is not winning football like ever. Literally ever. And uh, I was shocked to see. I set the franchise record for completions. You know who used to play quarterback there, Jameson? A guy guy called Peyton Manning. Franchise record. That's what stood out to me on Sunday. went, really? Peyton never once hit over, and and I guess it was uh, uh, 40 was his record. Um, And then hit 40. uh, And then I saw you, he'd got it with 41. And then made one after that. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. It kind of wild. It, I, I, I don't very. know how to feel about them still. They're what, three and two and one. It's very strange. <laughs> Fair. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a really weird twist that the NFL has taken this year. Uh, New York football is maybe potentially actually back. Four and two and five and one for it's, the, it's hard to deny the Jets right and now. the Giants respectively. Um, it's, it's such a weird year. It's such a weird year, but I'm here for it. The Steelers beating the Bucks, like what the NFC aside from the Eagles basically, and maybe the Cowboys, um, kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's three and three. It yep. doesn't make any sense. I was very shocked that you guys lost to the Falcons. The Falcons are kind of sneakily. So, so he, let me tell the quick good. story about that. The 49ers started that game with seven of 11 defensive starters not playing. They finished that game with eight of 11 defensive starters not playing. Tufonga also missing two quarters of that game due to concussion uh, symptom protocol stuff. Um, Bosa ended up not starting after being a game-time decision. Um... Uh, Mooney Ward came out of that game. And the thing that I fear most as a 49er fan happened on Sunday, that Kyle Shanahan let Dante Johnson play football in the NFL again, which is literally like the most cringeworthy thing to say out loud as a 49er fan. The man who literally can't play cornerback being uh, asked to come in and play cornerback. There is not a statistic on that guy that has said for the last three and a half years that he should be allowed to play NFL football. There isn't one. And they keep putting him in there. All that dude does is give up plays. Thank God he didn't do anything horrific on Sunday. 
Um, or I mean, or or not because we lost. So who cares? So if you would have given up a fifty yard touchdown, maybe it's been like, oh, this is a bad idea. Let's never let him do it again. Um, but no, the 49ers, I literally went into that game without those guys. What was concerning to me as a 49er fan, um, genuinely was the lack of offensive production that shows up in the stat box. Um, and the main reason for it, uh, again, is it, it, I actually have to put a lot of this on, um, on, I guess, where the defense left them a few times. So defense giving up yards, as we, we understand, is going to push the ball uh, more likely to, if they do get a, a stop, is going to push the ball to be in dropped inside the 20. The Niners had uh, the worst starting uh, position in the NFL all day on Sunday. Uh, they got packed back into the 20, got put on the one, uh, and inside the 15 four times. Uh, so you're asking your team to go to the smaller playbook um, you're going and making the quick pass plays, the stuff that you know is going to happen. You're basically taking the outside away, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, Jimmy excels in the middle. Uh, 49ers uh, wide receivers on Sunday also led the league in drops. Uh, Jimmy hit uh, Ray Ray McLeod on a perfect ball 40 yards down the field. I, yes, I said that out loud. Jimmy G threw a pass 40 yards down the field. A Jimmy G ball with air yards? Split the safeties perfectly and had, had uh, Ray Ray out in front. I mean, he was gone. And he just off two hands. That's tough. Um, Ayuk had a really bad drop. He also had uh, two touchdowns on the day, which he's usually yeah. a guy like late in fantasy. Both to Ayuk. In, in my... ESPN league where it's slim pickings. I always end up with Ayuk like stashed on the bench somewhere just because I'm like, I need depth he had a and day, there's nobody. Man. And then uh, I, I don't even want to get into all the bad luck that I had. Um, seven, I think it was six catches, 70 yards, two touchdowns. It, it was the week where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drop him. Like I don't need the extra depth. I'll, you know, try to make some moves happens, or, or right? do whatever. And I drop him. I, I wouldn't have started him anyways, but it's just one of those things where like, of course I drop you and you stink. And, <laughs> Um, I ended up asking, I was like, I'm kind of tempted to put in Isaiah McKenzie over Juju because Juju hasn't done anything all year. I, I was finally like, screw it. I think the, the bills are going to sling the ball around a lot. I think Isaiah McKenzie is probably going to get some stuff. And then he gets the drops right in yesterday's game. Juju gets his first touchdown in the season. Uh, I lose by three points. <laughs> and so if I would have started... Um, oh, by the way, first time starting Geno Smith, and if I would have started Trevor Lawrence again, he had 24 points. So Oof. I started the wrong receiver, and I started the wrong quarterback, and I lost by three points. So um, very unfortunate. Um, my, that might just kill my chances unless I win out um, in uh, ESPN. Um, but you know what? I think I'm. I think I have a good... I was looking throughout the rest of the league. I feel like I have a pretty good grip on my specific roster. Um, there's not a ton of huge weaknesses as long as people don't get hurt because then there's nobody. Um, right. But it, it was one of those weeks. Um, That's a bad. See, I, I didn't start Juju. That didn't end up hurting me because uh, I dominated somebody. I actually have Eckler and Everett still playing, and I, I only needed three points to beat somebody tonight. So I'm dominating pretty good right yeah. now. Eckler's got a touchdown in this game. But yeah, I 
uh, <clears throat> uh, in the in the Forty Nine er game, though, I you know if you look at the the injury report post, absolutely horrific. There were um, eight new injuries that Shanahan had to report on today. Most of them not really consequential as far as the Chiefs' uh, mm-hmm. upcoming game. And the, he did have some good thing to say. It sounds like Bosa and Trent Williams are both going to be back for Sunday. But uh, the 49ers' uh, continuing trend of being the most injured team in the NFL, still very present, um, absolutely dangerous wrecking yard of a football team when they're all out there, um, but they can't keep them out there. And I'm, I'm going to start this comment, start making this comment because it's affected my team probably the most. We mentioned it a little bit last year about the New York uh, I, playing surface, if you will, because the Niners had to play two games back-to-back, walked out with uh, multiple injuries. Um, this, that is, New York is the one that ended Bosa um, mm-hmm. for a season um, and uh, decimated my team <laughs> literally over the course of a weekend, uh, ended Solomon Thomas being a 49er. Um, but I... I George Kittle made a valid point. I'm not saying this as a, being a fanboy, mostly just saying this because I, I think it's relevant to the NFL discussion. Why the crud in one sport, and it is the only sport that this happens in, are teams asked to play on different playing surfaces every single week? Now, tennis is the only other sport that plays on different surfaces. Uh, you could say that golf is, but and we'd have to have a conversation about is oh is my golf goodness. a sport or competition. Oh lord, he's dead. This was a perfect blitz, by the way. Sorry oh, I, I yeah, I was looking away, so I'm gonna have to watch this because Russell Wilson looks like he just on, got eaten. on third down. As they oh, were don't take your helmet about, off, stupid! You're not on the sideline. <laughs> as they were just talking about um, game-winning drives for Russ because it's about two minutes left in the game, tied tied ball game. Uh, Boom. Mac with the outside <laughs> pressure. Left uh, side guard, left side tackle both move to it. And so now we get uh, at, at the two minute warning, uh, basically, we get Justin Herbert. Who, with who the ball. was that? Who's 49? That um, blew him up. I don't know who that is. I didn't catch his name. I, I had seen it was his a face beautiful before. blitz. It, it was. Beautiful blitz. Dialed um, it up perfectly on the time. Turn around. We want to see your name. Yeah. We don't know who you are. And we don't have. Uh, See, at my house, we have to have closed captioning on all the time. I, I usually do, too. I don't typically do it for I live TV. I have no TV, idea who that is. But I, I feel bad. I, I feel like we should know. I, either way. So we're going to get Justin Herbert coming down the field. Two-minute drill. Tie ball a game. With a kicker. Possible that, game winner. With, with a the, kicker with a bum leg. Yeah. Let's go. And this is was, some good drama for he was, Monday He night. was just wincing again, too, even after he made the last one. He was back down on the ground, gets up to celebrate, has to like hobble off. That's so, pretty awesome. So we'll see. But but no, why is it that in the NFL that they play on different surfaces? And even in that, those surfaces are different. Like if you go from one field is grass to the next, it's always a different type with a different type of dirt underneath it. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go to an indoor uh, arena and you're playing on turf, but there's three or, f- or I think there's two main kinds, but there's three that are used in the NFL two that are common, one that's not so much. I think there's one one or two teams has one particular surface. And then you've got the all-around turf, which also is in uh, certain uh, more rain-torn uh, areas, if you will, or the the southern places that utilize that. So, like, I believe um, I believe it's uh, Tampa and Miami have 
these interesting surfaces down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina has one as well. Um, but they're always playing on different stuff. Uh, the 49ers and the Seahawks and the Rams uh, in Arizona, um, they threw, I believe, uh, now is this, is the surface, the new surface in LA, is that that hybrid thing? The hybrid grass? That I honestly don't know, but I think it might be. Because it's the, I think it's the grass that can, can live with, uh, without being, uh, getting direct sunlight all the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, it's a, it, it's a hybrid grass with a decently soft ground is what I'm pretty sure this is. We're looking at it right now. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely the hybrid stuff. Cause that does not have uh, rubber coming off of it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're playing on rubber, you're playing on basically concrete in some of these stadiums. Um, you know, and for me, I think, George has a completely valid point. He's like, why do we have to do this? I was making the point about the NFC West, sorry, to say that three out of four teams, Arizona not included, um, play on more of a grass-oriented surface. And so these guys are playing a majority of games on surfaces like that and then being asked to just a few games out of the year go play on concrete and carpet. Um, Oh, Herbert. Oh, we avoid sack. (laughs) What a beautiful play. Herbert. Oh, my goodness. That was... Are you serious? That's a delay a game. Straight up. That was horrible. He, he could he could uh Herbert just ditched the ball to Eckler. Eckler got back to the line. Eckler then gets grabbed by a linebacker on his <laughs> way to uh, uh the line of scrimmage because they're on two minute drill here. Oh, screen out to Eckler. He's got two guys well defending. Oh, he stumbles forward for about four. Can be third and about six, probably here. Yeah. And I don't think you go f- wow, what a great job avoiding that sack by Herbert. He was getting tackled and tossed that ball forward. Still got, still got plenty. Still of time. got a minute here. They're almost on the thirty. Got Quick three snap, toss over the middle again. Eckler, oh, gets the first down. Yep, gets the first down. We gonna take a timeout? No, they do. They have none. They have three. No. Nah. Yeah, Are they sure? do. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't look lit up. It's a TV from my angle, I guess. They're going to start calling them after this, then. Well, we get out of bounds. Yeah, okay. That was an out to Palmer. Who every... I keep hearing, you should pick him up. You should pick him up. Oh, here comes the injuries. We're going to start seeing these. Yeah. Every other play. Yeah. Uh, interior defensive linemen are going to start falling like <laughs> bricks. Uh, to be fair, this is cramp time. Uh, but this has been a pretty quick game, so I wouldn't assume a lot of cramps here. That's yeah, only eight. Yeah, but I, I mean, does it not also my point about this field surface, though, does that not make sense? I just see, feel like we see a ton of ACLs. Um, we see a ton of leg injuries this time of year, ankle injuries that seem unnecessary, all this stuff. And you can't tell me it doesn't have a lot to do with playing surfaces. I, I looked it up. A 60 percent of lower leg injuries are on turf. 60 percent. Yeah. I mean, I, mean just, it, it, I don't even understand why owners would want it. It uh, it doesn't have that, you know, if you're playing in grass, a lot of times if you get stuck, at least the you'll take some dirt with you and you'll your leg will get dislodged or you'll slip or whatever. On turf, you don't really have that. You're just, you're there. You're stuck. Right. Um, and I mean, we see it all the time in MetLife. People are non-contact, blowing out their knees. Um, 
the the thing is it the people will always hide behind the home field advantage and i i can see where they might be coming from with that but if you if you think about a game you know like basketball like imagine if all of a sudden you're going to um you know the west coast and oh we can keep outdoor courts because the weather's nice so we're going to play on mm-hmm. uh, a blacktop now it's like okay well that doesn't make any sense and now you go back over uh, you know, in the East Coast in the winter, and it's like, okay, got to play on a hard floor um, here in the gym, so we'll play on the hardwood floor. Oh, over here is like, oh, we got a like a sports court or something. It's it's like that wouldn't make any sense, and I'm sure you would see the exact same thing where now people are just popping knees and ankles and all the stuff left and right. So when it comes to football, it, it's a lot different from tennis, where um, especially regionally, like you have clay you have um grass you have you know all your other surfaces there um it's it's a lot different especially in a violent game and i never really understood um the whole grass turf difference because the home field advantage should be less about what your surface is and more about where you're playing because grass in a nice place is just going to be nice grass grass in a right. muddy place is going to be uh, you know, the mud bowl disaster, which is what the real home field advantage is. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be really interested to see if they, over the next few years, especially if we start seeing more and more injuries kind of as we have been. Um, And unfortunately it's probably going to take like a quarterback or some, somebody to get hurt in order for well, them to want to start making changes. But I, it would yeah. make sense for them to say, this is our league wide change. We are like mandating this kind of surface. But, but it seems, feels like a study's got to come out and yeah. Netflix has got to put out a doc. Like yeah. something's got to be done. Yeah. That's major. I mean, it's going to be the same like thing with, issue. with concussions. Uh, all of a sudden we get all this data about concussions and head injuries. And now all of a sudden we have this and sweeping change in the NFL. We have those, new things that they wear. They uh, wear in practice. You see almost no concussions happening in practice. Exactly. So I I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, eventually there's just going to be enough data. And I, I don't know how there's not already enough data. Maybe people just don't care enough. Um, Or it's probably also the amount of money that owners or the league or whoever is going to be in charge of that would have to put in place to, you know, replace all of those fields. are probably like, well, I don't want to deal with that. Um, yeah, it it has to happen at some point, I would think. Um, and it, unfortunately, it really it's gonna does. it's gonna claim way more MCLs and ACLs and LCLs than it should before that happens. But oh, the, that's just how it is. Yeah. So we're we're down to thirty seconds here. Did somebody just call a timeout? timeout? Oh, yep. Broncos just called a timeout. They were not lined up. Um, the the cornerbacks looked like they got mixed up on assignments. There's third and one. Um, and uh, Chargers still got a little distance to go here. It really looks like genuinely the uh, the Chargers have kind of taken a uh, conservative approach to getting the ball down the field. Hopkins, by the way, looks absolutely horrible. He's going to make it through this game. They've got a little thing on his leg trying to... He hasn't missed a kick yet, but he's definitely hurting every, every time he kicks. Yeah, it's on his kicking leg. I think he has a pulled hamstring. Yeah. That's that's what that looks like, but it there. I think basically are like, look, you can't do any more damage to it tonight. Yeah. We're just gonna keep it warm, and uh, and and you just you're gonna have to just suck it up and get it done. 
Um, but they're 30 seconds left. We're, I forgot what yard line we're on here. Um, I don't think we're past midfield. Uh, so they still got a bit to go. And uh, yeah, we're at 45. And yeah, about 45 and a little bit of change here. Here we go. Set it in the eye. Not going to hand it off. Oh, he's looking downfield. Got nowhere to go. Gets it to the fullback who loses a yard. It's going to be fourth down and one. They've got to make a decision. What are they doing? What are you doing? They might. They don't have timeouts. No, they do. I think they might just be letting it roll. I have no idea. What maybe are, they're going to let it what roll. What are you then, doing? They're going to go to overtime? Or maybe they'll take one last shot, call a timeout, take a shot at the end zone. What the crud just happened? See, I, I, I mean, I, I don't this know. This guy, you were right. They had three, time, they had three yeah. timeouts. You throw a ball at 30, 33 seconds? Don't get the first down. That takes the fourth and one. The only thing that I can think of. By the way, of, Everett right there. He missed that. Yeah. The only totally thing that I can that. think of is. Right on they, the break. They have. Jeez. Yeah. They have no confidence in anything outside of like 35 yards for Hopkins. So maybe there's like, uh, you know, fourth and one. You don't I get it. Throw the ball out of you bounds. don't get it. You're just about a, a play away from McManus field goal range if you're Broncos. So maybe I guess ah, Staley's just... thought process is if they don't have any time, the, the Broncos don't. So yeah, run it down and then, you know, give Mike Williams a jump ball in the end zone with a guy that, who has a rocket for an arm. I mean, you have zero confidence in your offense. That's what that says to me. Just absolutely none. Or none. So Gerald Everett, Everett is out there. Um, Eckler's into block. Mike Williams. Uh, they don't have the biggest guys, but Herbert has the biggest arm. Oh, it, oh. <laughs> it, they wouldn't have had a chance anyways. Yeah. That he would have caught it at the 10. Palmer, that was about, what were we looking at? That was a 10, 5, 3, so 18 yards. Uh, plus, what do you get it down to the 10? Yeah. About, yeah, it was about a 60-yard throw in the air there. Yeah. And, and he had guys coming at him. He didn't have all day to throw it. So we're going to go to overtime. Uh, I'm going to catch us up on Pick'em. While we're here, um, I did a little math while we've been talking uh, tonight. Um, not much has changed, so I will say you are uh, you were within three. Okay. Um, the last time we did our count, you are still within three. Okay. You have matched the last uh, two times we've done pick. I think we did, the we did Jags skate, blew uh, it for me. Five. Yeah, we we didn't do. Uh, uh, yes, you had a couple that kind of hosed you. Um, we did skip week five. Uh, because uh, we did not do that week of, of yeah. the podcast of the NFL season, college season, uh, week six of the college season. Also glad we didn't but, choose that Alabama game with with where we were because... Oh, yeah, I thought about the Alabama game this week, but I like that U- USC, Utah, I think a few yeah. uh, more of our listeners, that's that's their speed. Um, I What's really funny is I forgot... I really pushed this Utah game as a, a Utah USC game as a trap game for USC. I talked about it last week on the podcast a little bit. I pushed it hard with friends to the point where a few of our friends who every now and then place wagers on sports went ahead and bet Utah. 
um, and, uh, and, and just took Utah as the outright winner. And I was able to make one of our friends, uh, friends of the show, I should say, uh, about, I think he dropped 75 on it. So I, I don't know what thing what he is. was utilizing. I don't, uh, he does not live in, in state. Um, but I, I do believe that he walked out with a few hundred bucks in uh, profit there. Uh, by taking Utah, but in our pick'em, I picked USC, which is hilarious. So I did, I was not going to, uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know why I talked myself into that. Maybe I was just trying to be a little different from you guys. I think that's what had happened was we were matchy matchy a little too much. Um, so I pulled a Grant and decided to be different. But um, no, I uh, we are now. Uh, we've we've guessed twenty five games. Grant is bringing up the rear. Uh, you want to take a guess? How many has right total out of 25? Out of 25? Yeah. 10. 11. Oh. I guess. Um, he, he had one decent week. Um, he, he went matchy-matchy. We all went uh, three for six. And then this last week, uh, you and I both went four for six. He went uh, three for six again. So he's getting better. What I'm trying to yeah. say. He's getting better. So he's now 11 for 25 on the year. Uh you're at a respectable 15 for 25 and I'm winning people money at 18 for 25. And again, people, we don't pick lines. We just pick outright winners. That's what we do. So we're not helping you necessarily in the betting game. Although we do pick some upsets. Um, Grant uh, Jameson both took Utah last week. Uh, as mentioned, got that one. Um, I, I took the Colts. Uh, this last week, it did have them in that game. That was a different one. Um, that should then, not have happened that way. I'm, yes. I'm frustrated about that one. I'm the only one that took the Bills over the Chiefs. Um, but the Bills were, I still think, getting two points on the line, even as a, uh, I, th- I think they were away favorites there. Mm-hmm. Um, just barely. And, and after watching that game, deservedly so. Uh, played real, that, was a, that was a good game. It was. It wasn't as high scoring, but when you have... Well, but Tony Romo knew that, so he knew it was going to happen. He did. He said it's a 24-20 type of game. Yep. And I do believe he actually took the Bills. I'm I'm pretty sure it's what he did. But if you were taking the Bills and the points on Sunday, which I would have been, I got that one as well. Um, The, uh, no, it was, this weekend was, uh, I mean, just some dominant, that Eagles uh, team last night, holy cow, beat the crud out of the Cowboys in the first half. Yep. Great, great job by the Cowboys staying in that game. I mean, could have easily just, you know, phoned it in in the second half, but they came back in that game, uh, at least made it something to watch because, and that was 17 nothing. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was like their first test really this season, too. I mean, we've kind right. of talked ad nauseum about how weak the Eagles schedule is and how they're already ahead of the curve. Um, yeah. They, they don't, Looking at their schedule, they don't have very many losses left on there. So right, and, and they're six and zero. Yeah, so. one and and uh, and the Cowboys, uh, you know, outscored them fourteen six in the second half. Um, uh, was a heck of a game. We have not mentioned the upset of the day though. Uh, Jameson's least favorite quarterback in the NFL. No, oh, well, yeah, uh, that's that's less to do with him. Led a led the charge. Uh, for the Steelers to overcome the GOAT uh, 20-18 to 18, uh, at home 
and improved to two and four on the season. <laughs> to improve to two and four. What? It, yeah, the that was a little crazy. I I was pretty shocked uh, to see them win that game. That should not have happened. In the what in the world category, that that falls the, directly in the middle. The NFC just doesn't know uh, what's going on right now. A- aside from, like I said, uh, up at the top, the the Eagles, the Giants, and the Vikings and the Cowboys all kind of being up there mm-hmm. in that six and zero, five and one, four and two. Everybody's just three and three, and we don't know who is good. No, and 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 there is, and I again would say. That's what we knew was going to happen. Yeah. We have been right about this. It's just weird to see it playing out. I think with so few games, like you got to imagine the Bucks will hit a stretch where they're going to win four or five in a row. This is what happens. Good teams get good. Bad teams get bad. Mm-hmm. And, and the NFL season kind of plays itself out and we see all this stuff happen. Like right now, um, we're, we're watching um, the, the Broncos are about to punt. What I see is about to happen. I, I think Herbert's going to get this one. I think the Chargers are about to be four and two, and the Broncos are going to be two and four. And I think this Broncos offense just cannot overcome itself, um, and that has shown it, it, to be true over and over again. By the way, uh, that was Khalil Mack uh, rushing the punt there. <laughs> that was fifty-two coming off the edge. That is, uh, I don't know if a punter has ever seen a scarier sight in their life. Um, was going to mention this though uh, in that Steelers game. Um, I think the the big issue that I have seen is, uh, for the Steelers has been their inability to get off the field um, and uh, certain situations uh, defensively. And they did a heck of a job against uh, Fournette in the Tampa Bay run game. I mentioned that Tom Brady yelled his offensive line yesterday. Uh, Fournette uh, averaged just under three yards a carry. Uh, went 21 carry for 63 yards. Tampa Bay never abandons the running game no. and they definitely didn't um but uh only 75 yards rushing total for the day uh for uh tampa and um don't get me wrong pittsburgh didn't do much uh better um but what they did do really well was keep themselves in great field position so that that passing game did not have to overcome uh the fact that the the run game wasn't super stellar um the uh total number of plays um was pretty pretty much even in this game but the efficiency of Trubisky when he was called upon 9 to 12 for 144 yards and a touchdown um is what got it done in the end for Pittsburgh in the second half mm-hmm. <clears throat> they end up out they were up by one uh going into the half 10 to 9 base and they did exactly the same thing in the second half 10 to 9 again and got that one done. I, I thought that was, to me, the biggest what of the day. Um, as a 49er fan, I was genuinely scared going to play Atlanta. I knew how many players were injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you uh, you start the game missing seven defensive starters. You finish the game missing eight. I think the story kind of tells itself there. Um, just again, was uh, I, I think that's the other what that a lot of people were looking at. Um, uh, by the way, Bailey Zapp is a football Zappy. player's name. His name is actually Zappy. Yeah. I thought that people were making fun of that. No. Because I we both know that I, I usually listen to one specific podcast and I thought they were just being themselves. Oh, Herbert taking a shot. Mike Williams to the Oh, oh come on, let me see the, it again. That was look so at close. It, but 
he caught the ball, but he may not have gotten his feet in. That was beautiful grab. Uh, toe, toe, toe. Oh, oh he got one, but not two. His left foot, I think, hit out. His right foot yep. was in. Oh, that dude, that's so close. That, that is so close. That would have been the that angle is brilliant, by the way. Yeah, uh, obviously the stakes aren't there, but that wow. that reminds me of Stonehands McGee on the sideline from Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, bro, over the shoulder. One of the best throws I've ever seen. But that was a great throw and an absolutely amazing catch that did not get made. Uh, he got hit as he threw there. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh oh. Next score we wins. Got a flag? No. Oh, he's just complaining. Okay. Yeah. Man, next score wins. Okay, so uh, one thing I will say the Chargers don't have is a good punter. Uh, this guy sucks. He, earlier in this Correct. game, punted 16 yards. And he was trying to pin it, and he only punted 16 yards. And he was not very far away from the goal line. Okay? That reminds me of Johnny Hecker at Oregon State, <laughs> but then he turned out to be amazing. But then he turned out to be incredible. Um, yeah, Bailey Zappi um, yesterday, because, uh, you know, which... I guess I shouldn't be that surprised, right? This is this is what the 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 dark lord does uh, up in New England is he just finds nuggets of nothing and turns them into goats. Mm-hmm. Um, he went twenty four thirty four for three hundred and nine and two touchdowns through the, no picks. Got some great support uh, by Stevenson yesterday. Had two touchdowns himself. I watched the uh, the handoff to uh, Thornton, uh, who got into the end zone. The rookie. Um, on the uh, jet sweep, Devonta Parker, days of old. Uh, you know, I mean, he averaged was like sixteen yards a catch or something yesterday. Uh, I think is what he came out with. Hunter Henry got a score. Um, Thornton also I sc- uh, got a receiving touchdown. Oh, I my bad. I forgot Zappy did fumble the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Patriots scored thirty eight points. Uh, five touchdowns and a field goal. Um and just decimated the Browns. Time of possession was fantastic. He was really good on third down. Yeah. They did a great job on third down yesterday. And we we talked about how going into this game, it's Belichick versus the team that fired him. Oh, so yeah. he always is just going to smoke the Browns. Um, it went yeah they were fifty percent on third down yesterday. Yeah. Um, ended up with seventeen first downs total. Fourteen of them came on his arm. Uh, so 14 of those 24 completions were on third down for first downs. That's pretty stinking fantastic. I um, just, I still think it's so crazy that we are six weeks into the season and we have a playoff picture that would include like <laughs> the Jets and the Giants and the Vikings and the Eagles in first place. It's just, it's so uh, yeah, right now right now the the dolphins are right in it um the ravens are right in the, it the the titans are still the first in their division at 3 and 2 mm. the jets would be the first wild card spot just because they share the are, division with the bills and the bills are am, am i wrong in saying this are uh <gasps> Ooh, oh almost that was it right almost there. a gimme oopsie i mean it was Fourth and seven. Broncos already punting again. Yep. Gosh. Could they could they tie? They're three. No. Five and a half minutes that. left. Nobody's really moving the ball. Don't do that. That'd be horrible. We can see. We can see. No. Am am I wrong? Okay. I am pretty confident 
Isn't Cincinnati in first place right now? In their They're division? three and three. Oh, and two division. in the division. Okay, oh, and two. So that means Baltimore's still in first place. Baltimore is one and oh in the division, three and three. Um, and then it's Cincy, three and three, oh, and two in the division. Cleveland, two and four. Pittsburgh, two and four. I just win loss here. Pittsburgh's still only one game out. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. They're not out of it. I mean, if if we're looking at the entire conference, yeah. they are right above Houston and the Raiders for the lowest because they are also one on one of the division. Right. But still, it, still, it, there's a lot of two and fours. It's, it's to, just to so three early. Three. It's so early. And I think, I think what we do though, is we're quick to bury a lot of teams and you just can't yet, you especially just, with 17. Um, yeah. And especially with how many teams are in the middle right now. Because usually what we see oh, Herbert is almost did a big boo boo. Like last year in the NFC, it's like you have a lot of teams off to the races, and then yeah. you have like a bunch of teams that just suck. And it's like the exact opposite, with the exception of because I mean, right now the, since the Giants uh, and the Cowboys and the Eagles are all in the same division, it's like yeah. you have the Eagles, but technically, like the Niners with the, the tiebreaker yeah. are would be the fourth place team. Yep. Um, and then Tampa three and three would also be so like right now if if it were to be playoff time we'd have Philly Minnesota Tampa Bay Niners and then we would go oh no Giants is Cowboys is that Rams. a fumble uh oh uh, incomplete incomplete oh but boy it's just yeah it's it's wild Green Bay wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now <laughs> so funny I don't even hate them that's just funny. <laughs> The Bears are two and four. Minnesota's dominating. I think there's a few teams you can bury. Okay. I think there's a few. Then you can bury the Texans. Carolina. You can bury Carolina, hundred percent. Um you can you can bury them. Um I got a few teams that are that are fringe worthy uh in this regard. I'll start. Oh jeez. Um I think I think Chicago's right there. Yeah, they are. They're they lose next week. They're playing, I believe, Monday Night Football next week. Oh, I hope not. Sounds against the Patriots. They're gonna get smoked. They they lose that game. Uh, they are they're two and five. There's Sayonara. There's a difference between like the teams that we think can maybe turn it around. Like the Jags have gotten some very bad breaks lately. I think they might still be able to turn it around, considering that they're two and four, but. Everybody's kind of floating around there, um, in that four and two to two and four range. Um, but there are teams that they're going to have to punt if you start in a hole like the Bears. Like the Bears don't Jeez. have what it takes to pull themselves out of a hole. Um, the Giants would be a team where, if they weren't like, I, I think they kind of proved that they're much more legitimate over the last couple of weeks, considering yeah. they go and they beat. I, Green Man. Bay, and then they go in and beat the I, Ravens. I think we should mid-season like, look at our preview, and there's some obvious things we were right about. We were very right about the Eagles. There's, that's going to be... Oh, my God! Kick, kick, uh, that's going to be an interference, I think. Um, uh, he, he do you see a flag? Uh, dude, I don't see a flag. Uh, I mean, he very clearly... 
uh, actually, I can't remember the ruling on this. He very clearly blocked his guy into the guy calling a fair catch. I'm which pretty might sure, not. Well, so that happened in a 49er game that I've I, seen. I honestly, now I can't remember the I ruling on that. I think if you hit the guy, it doesn't matter. I which, by the way, know. why are you even here? Yeah, that's the that's the point. Is you're not supposed to be there. No, he took the stance. Yeah. That's on him. Horrible special teams play. Chargers are going to get the ball around the 30-yard line. Uh, D-Hop probably can't make it from here, though. They're going to need a little help. Oh, that's a 28, maybe 27. A first down, and they they should be good. But yeah, yeah, one I, first down, and you kick this. I, I, I'm not sure as a why you are trying to block a gunner that, right there. That was horrible positioning by him. He's got to be more aware uh, of what's going on around him. Yeah, they're at the 28. But sloppy coaching yeah, well, from a first-year head coach doesn't surprise me. No. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, there, there are teams that are legitimately good that are ahead of the curve, and will, I think the Giants will kind of even out. But, you know, the Giants could win 11 games legitimately. Again, it, with their schedule, it becomes a math problem. And if you keep playing bad teams and winning, then cool. Do they let him wear that thing on the field? No, I don't think There's so. A little leg warmer upper, whatever he's got on him. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, teams like the Bears, the the Lions, unfortunately, I think we can write off as well. Um, they just they can stay in games, but they can't finish anything. And nothing tells me now, six yeah. weeks in, that all of a sudden they're going to rip off, you know, five six games in a row, which is kind of what you would need at this point. Yeah. Um, because even though it's still close in the NFC in particular, um, you're still going to have to win your divisional games, which they can't seem to do. Um, so they're not going to have any sort of tiebreaker leverage. Um, and you're probably going to have to win like 10 games. So, Well, another one I'm about ready to write off because I just, I think they're playing bad football all the way around. There's the Cardinals. Yeah. That's they, what I was going to say Bad next. football. But uh, I wanted to get say that and then get to this real quick. D-Hop comes back this next week. Um, just in time to watch... Uh, their head coach get fired. Kingsbury. So, oh, okay. We're fourth down. We're going to be at the 21 yard line. I think they kick now for sure. He's saying field goal. He's saying field goal unit. He's got his hands up. Broncos are definitely going to call the timeout here. They got two. Um, they're going to try and ice the kicker with literally. They're, they're going to make him kick like at, like where you call it right before balls are yeah. snapped. He might not. Well, he probably won't even have the. The yeah. judgment if, in if, that amount of time Hackett to stop has a, kicking, a heart, a soul, anything in him. He doesn't let Hopkins <laughs> swing his leg here. There you go. They've called it good. They already called it. All right. Hopkins is just standing out there. You knew that was coming. <laughs> it's, thank goodness. I, I was going to say, if it's one of those ones where they ice him, but they still snap it and he kicks it, it's like, that would be right. Because yeah. he's, he's probably only got one more left in him tonight. Um. So, But I wanted to touch on that. Again, D-Hop coming back this week. Which means we're just a few weeks away from the most drama-oriented thing that we're going to get in the NFL season, in my opinion. Sean Watson's going to play football in a month. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that Twitter is going to lose its collective mind that week. Uh, now, the Browns need to win a couple games to make that all worth it, They're, if you I mean, will. But if they come off, in at 5-5 five and five even... They yeah, can go three that's better and one. Than I expected them to be. If they, yeah, if they can go three and one with him walking in, which I, I should take a look at their schedule here in a moment. 
uh, and we'll get to pick them before we're done. But um, that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about this next month. Can't wait for uh, mid-November to come around and and uh, the discussions to begin, if you will. But um, yeah, there's uh, there's some fantasy things that are going to happen here pretty soon. Uh, things that are going to be going on here in the NFL that I'm super looking forward to uh, seeing how this plays out this next month. All right, they're lining up the kick right now. 39-yard attempt, well within his range, even with a hurt leg. Boots it down the middle. Let's go. Let's the go. Four and, two and he's Los on the Angeles ground, Chargers. cringing in pain. I want to see him kick it because he fell over as soon as he kicked that. That yeah, was every every time he's been kicking it. That's how it's been. Hey guys, maybe maybe don't touch the kicker this one time. Yeah, might want to just pick him up and carry him off the field. Not not because what he did was all that impressive, uh, but because he lived through it. Yeah, because that man is hurting. He made four field goals tonight and an extra point on a bum leg. Yep. That. Uh, that was pretty impressive stuff there. I'll be tuning into the uh, the favorite podcast tomorrow to uh, to listen to that reaction. Oh yeah, because uh, you know, as we know he's a big kicker, kicker, kicker uh, lover and fan. Um, just real quick, speaking of that Brown schedule, looking it up, uh, they have a gauntlet to run in those uh, games pre Deshaun Watson. Uh, they've got at Baltimore, at home against Cincy. At Miami, who's going to have Tua back at home against Tampa. And then, what is that? Yeah. Then they will get uh, him back at Houston, at Cincy versus Baltimore, at home against New Orleans, at Washington, at Pitt. Um, it ain't going to be easy at all. Uh, no. I think that Baltimore game's winnable. Baltimore does not look good late in games, not playing well in the second half. Um, Cincinnati at home is is gettable. That is, is that Monday night? That's Monday night football, by the way. Um, yeah, that looks fun. Uh, that's Halloween. Uh, and then at Miami, at Buffalo. Don't like them in either of those games. Doesn't look good. Uh, but they do have a bye week. Oh, wait. No, they got a bye. So he'd be coming back against Tampa. Oof. Oh, no, wait. He's suspended for games, not weeks. Oh, yeah. Fair point. Fair points. That's right. So anyway, some big drama. Uh, yes, Mr. Hopkins, you get the game ball. Also, uh, you're probably going to get a couple weeks on uh, the injury list. And <laughs> uh, But uh, you, you earned some paychecks there tonight, buddy. Uh, I want to hit pick them before we wrap up tonight. Um, the uh, I know it's been a different night for us, but uh, um, we're going to close our, our two-hour show with the pick them. Um, week six, uh, and I've got responses already from uh, from Grant and Jameson on this. Although, uh, Jameson, you can, you, can, uh, you can amend if you'd like to. Okay, You don't have to. I don't think you will because of what pick-ems? happened in this game. Um, we're doing a pick them on one of the teams that played in this game. But uh, uh, you can amend because Grant's not here, so forget him. Um, <laughs> Let me pull up what I, what I messaged. But here. our games this week are going to be Colts at Titans, Saints at Cardinals. One to pick one kind of garbagey game. Uh, <laughs> Jets at Broncos. Uh, that might be another garbagey game after watching this. 
Seahawks at Chargers, Chiefs at Niners, and then Texas is playing at Oklahoma State. Big rivalry game. Um, and a couple highly ranked teams there uh, with some uh, with some pretty good offenses. Um, but uh, let's read through. I'll give Grant's first here. Grant is taking the Titans at home, taking the Saints at the Cardinals. He is taking the Broncos at home. I don't hate that pick because the Broncos defense is so good. Um, and at some point we feel like the Jets are going to be the Jets, but uh, whatever. He is taking his Seahawks at the Chargers. I am not. <laughs> I am not. Um, hey, I, but you know I'm guilty of the same thing. That's why I said you have to stop putting the Rams in the pick'em because it's fair. It's, gotta, it's you got to take them. Bad juju if I don't. So it's he's he's going to take the Niners at home right now. I think the Chiefs are the two or three point line favorite, but I think it, it sounds like the Niners are getting healthy this week, and if that is the case. Um, I may join him on that one. Uh, Texas at Oklahoma State. He has taken Texas. They are the higher ranked team right now. Uh, pretty battle tested to this point. Um, but uh, I can't say I, I disagree with a whole lot here. Uh, Jameson, what are you taking? Uh, I took the Titans in that matchup. Yeah. Um, I took the Saints as well. Um, I did take the Jets over the Broncos. Uh, I just I okay. I feel like I still haven't what they scored thirteen points tonight sixteen points sixteen and they had overtime <laughs> yeah so but what they're averaging again I, I I still have not seen anything from Denver that makes me worried about them scoring the ball and weirdly enough the Jets have been scoring the ball pretty well yep um even though weird. Zach Wilson doesn't really have to do a whole lot uh, and they got a pretty talented young defense yep. which I like so that may or may not kind of level out a little uh, bit. Questionable headwear attire. Yeah. I don't think but, I need to say the word attire. Headwear. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I, I do like the Jets there, and I'm kind of rolling with them now. Also, okay, okay. it's the Broncos. Uh, I am obviously also taking the Chargers against the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I am taking the Chiefs. Um, It's early in the week. My Chiefs pick there was a lot to do with some of the injuries from the Niners, so yeah. Um, I but I, I think I would still even roll with them right now. Just at this point in the season, um, uh, again, same kind of thing happened to the Niners last year. You guys were like, what, two and four, three and four, something like that. Uh, kind of at this point in the season, and then things turn around as you get healthier and things change. So it would not surprise me for the Chiefs to win, but then the Niners to still end up being there at the end of everything. And then I did take Oklahoma State. Um, yep. At home there against Texas. Yeah, that I I should have mentioned that game at Oklahoma State. That that is an important thing in college football, especially. Um, I, uh, for whatever reason, um, I'm gonna go a little bit different on a few games. Um, I'm gonna take. You know, what, I I'll stay with it. I'm I'm gonna stay with the Titans here. I don't. The Colts aren't that good. And maybe that offensive line's getting better. I don't know, understand what happened this week. Um, or I, they just didn't run the ball. That's what they didn't do. They didn't run the ball, so it wasn't as big a deal. Like that, the line didn't have to do that much. Okay, we're just gonna stack six guys in here. We're gonna leave the tight end in all the they time. They also fed Pittman like crazy, which I was happy with because he's on my fantasy team. I was well, like, finally, Dion, what's his name that came in to play running back after they announced literally everyone wasn't gonna play for the Colts this weekend. 
Um, came in and scored 20-something against me on one of my teams, by the way. Um, no, I, I'll, I'll take the Titans. Um, Saints at Cardinals. I, I think I'm going to take the Saints. They're getting healthy. Yeah, and I mean, um, D Hop is a game changer and everything, but that's first game back. That dude's gonna have to have like 13 catches for them to have I, a shot. I don't think that D Hop is enough of a force multiplier to overcome some of Kyler's mistakes and also the coaching mistakes. Well, and I, I think more of the issue is I don't, I don't think the Cardinals defense is gonna be able to stop that the Saints. That I think I, I think the Saints can put up points and the Cardinals will put up more points than they have been. But um yeah, I don't think they're the, the Saints, Cardinals defense is all that good. The Saints I think are in a lot better place with uh Andy Dalton playing quarterback. I, I really like what they're doing with the the Dalton Hill back and forth thing. That, yeah, it's, that's really cool. It's I, fun to watch. It's a big play I, I talked a lot about how I was kind of fading the Saints this year and I still am. Yeah. Uh, I just think in this matchup in particular, like I'm certainly also fading the Cardinals, so I have to pick one of them. But I do think with Jameis going out, it's the same kind of thing that's happened with a lot of teams that were like, how are you winning games? You When you're kind of yeah. forced to change your identity and you have yeah. to play with what actually does make your team good, like the Giants, like what makes their team good? The fact that they can run the ball and they don't have to really throw it. They don't have anybody to throw it to anyways. They got good the, coaching. They got good defense and they can run the ball. The, the cool. Sa- what makes the Saints good is Taysom Hill on yeah. offense. Like, he's, a good, he's a good football player. It's just weird. Like it doesn't matter where he lines up. Like the dude just makes plays. You don't want him throwing the ball consistently. He shouldn't he, be your starting quarterback, yeah. but he should absolutely be on the field but a he, lot. But you might want to have him throw it five to seven times a game. Yeah, and you should feel real confident when he's behind uh, center in in that scenario. Um, I think I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Jets at the Broncos. I like that pick a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna join you on the Chargers. Brees Hall's p- been cooking. Uh, yeah, he has been. That I, that's where my long <sighs> my long haul. I may if have I can, called that a lot. He did. I'm two rookie running backs in a row, by the way. Okay, I was the big guy on Najee last year. That's true. That's true. Not so much this year, but not so much this year. He's kind of screwing um, me over right now. But but that that is where if I can somehow squeeze out a playoff berth in my fantasy league, if everything goes right and I win out, it's going to be because I have three legitimate running backs, yep. and Brees Hall has just been my flex monster all season. Yeah, I, I I got a I got a bad bye week that I just went through otherwise I would have ran over some people this week uh due to Brees Hall and a few others doing their job uh Mixon had a nice game too. Yeah. Um I'm going to go ahead and take the Niners at home. I'm I I know we're early in the week. I as a Niner fan, I would say that when when defense is healthy, this team is ridiculously good. Um, and, uh, and I think you're going to see, uh, they're going to win the line of scrimmage getting Bosa back. Um, and, uh, the middle of that, that middle of that defensive line is, uh, uh, getting its depth tested, but two of the three sacks they got on Mariota this week came from the middle of the line. Um, they are, they're doing a heck of a job as well. Um, the, uh, and I just, and I watched that, I watched Chiefs Bills game, watched a bunch of it yesterday. And I would say, um, I feel like the Niners are doing going to do a better job than most teams against Kelsey. Obviously, they have two really good linebackers in uh, both Warner and uh, Greenlaw. 
in coverage, and they're used to playing that 4-2 all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got nickel corners that can genuinely challenge Kelsey in terms of the physicality a little bit. Uh, Lenore is a huge corner, um, and if all else fails, um, sounds like Mooney Ward, uh, while he went out for the rest of the game, he, they're calling him day-to-day right now. He's looking pretty good for Sunday already. Um, woke up feeling good today. Um, so if all else fails, you put Mooney Ward on Kelsey. Um, that'd be hilarious. Cause Mooney Ward, by the way, used to play for those Chiefs and has uh, covered that guy a few times in practice. That'll be a really interesting matchup. But um, anyway, early in the week, if the Niners are as healthy as Shanahan said today in the press conference, I would take the Niners. Um, uh, but I'll, I'll say this, if Bosa ain't playing, it's going to be a long day for 49er fans. Uh, that, that's, your, that's the difference in the game, 100%. That dude, that dude sets and holds that edge and finishes uh, on the quarterback as good or better than everybody else in the NFL right now. So, mm-hmm. meanwhile, uh, Rams have a bye. Probably look to do something with Cam Akers. Bye, Cam Akers. I was gonna say, uh, getting mad at your coaches. By the way, does not. Uh, we already yeah. talked about it once in this podcast. Uh, doesn't serve you real well. Yeah. Um, I Cam Akers is gonna play football. <laughs> Maybe he's going to Carolina. Yeah, I I saw. The first thing was they have like football and philosophical differences. And I was like, is the philosophical difference like you putting the ball on the turf and your inability to read holes in it the offensive line? I was like, it, anybody, and I don't think you have to, you know, read the tea leaves for this, but it, it's less to do with like he's not as productive as he was after his injury and more to do with how you are reacting to your inability to do some of the basic things that can keep you on the field, despite how bad our offensive line is. And note boom just went out with a torn Achilles, by the way. Um, Who is sorry? Note boom, our left tackle Ooh. out, out with uh, a torn Achilles for the season. Thank God so, we get you guys in 13 days. Yeah. So um, all that being said, you know, our, our line's not great, but when there is a hole, I've seen way too many clips of you just, not reading side that gap. To side to side. I mean, yeah, he spends a lot of time behind the line waiting to make decisions. Yeah. So he he doesn't really quick. hit the hole. And, you know, there is something to say about, like, being patient and waiting for something to open up. But when you're blatantly missing cutbacks, like, immediately, that's there. And he's kind of had a fumble issue, too. Um, and so, I, at this point, he hasn't been good enough for me to worry about keeping him. They want to move something cool. I'm fine with it. Uh, it's not like he, people are going to be paying for him. He is away but, from the team until a trade partner is found. Yeah, is what was released. So he today, he didn't so. play this week for personal reasons, quote unquote, which we all know that he basically quote doesn't unquote, want to play football. He so. sucks at football right now. Yeah, or and, he. I I think genuinely he's like one of those guys like, um, like the Forty ers are a um a one cut go type of run system. Yeah, and I I think stylistically he needs to find something similar. Uh, not that I am predicting by any means a Cam Akers trade to the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, interdivision, middle of season, uh, with a game coming up, not going to happen. Um, but uh, the, I think Akers would make sense in a few places. Akers makes some sense possibly uh, for the Bills if they're uh, looking for, to add depth there. Um, the James Cook has not been what they were hoping for. Singletary out performing i think where a lot of people thought he'd be but i also feel like singletary is getting what he's getting because everybody's terrified of their receiving core mm-hmm. uh Stephon diggs right now playing the best football of any wide receiver in the league 
um, and just f- making some flat out ridiculous catches uh, along the way. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he ends up. I've heard I heard a whole bunch of AFC teams get thrown out as uh, potential spots. I uh, wouldn't be surprised to send, see him with an NFC contender either uh, that's maybe looking for some depth. Um, you know, for instance, I don't think New York's got a lot of depth behind Saquon. And he's already kind of got a little bit of a shoulder thing going on, too, uh, yeah. even though he played through it last week. By the um, way, Saquon with the heads up yesterday, taking the slide right in front of the, like the end zone to I kill like the it. game. That's... Uh, not a lot of smart players left in the NFL that do things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was some coaching. Because, yeah. dude, you got to tell a guy not to go in the end zone. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you listening that didn't watch that one, that was just a run out clock. Uh, Saquon just goes and basically takes a knee at like a two or three yard line, yeah, something like it, that. It's one of those things where you score a touchdown. Even though it's back. highly, highly unlikely. Talk to the Browns. There, yeah, there, there is a smidgen of a chance that something can't yeah. happen. You go down before the end zone after you get the first down. It's just physically impossible uh, yeah. because you just take a knee and the game's over. Right. Um, so it, it's the difference there. Um, again, good coaching, good awareness. Um, that, that was honestly one of the things, uh, aside from the Giants having back-to-back weeks where they kind of pull themselves out of a deficit which was my other thing with them i just didn't really see them having uh, a way of getting back into games yeah they they felt like a team where it's like when everything's going right and you can run the football you get ahead the niners are kind of like this too the eagles are kind of like this too you get ahead early and with how you can run the football then you just kind of beat them to death for the rest of the game run out the clock and then it's over all of a sudden um i didn't see the giants having you know an avenue out of that but they clearly do um, and so aside from that, Apparently. with the coaching, the awareness from everybody, uh, I'm feeling good about the Giants. It's it's weird uh, because I still in a playoff game wouldn't take, you know, I feel good uh, about Daniel Jones led playoffs. Scenario. Yeah, I feel good about their yeah. playoff chances. Not in a playoff. Like them, I don't like them winning games in the yeah. playoffs. Like I, even right now, if you were to say, all right, guys, um, this first round matchup, we've got Green Bay in MetLife, I'd be like, okay, well, right. I have been very low on Green Bay for most of this season. Would you take Kirk Cousins? Over the Giants? Over the Giants right now. Would you take Kirk Cousins? Probably, the because Vikings? they can at least throw yeah. the ball to a few people. I'm just trying to think of low-end teams that are going to make the playoffs yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, and... and Honestly, I mean, I, yeah. and I and I think to be fair, like when we ever talk about playoffs, we could consider health as a major factor you know, I just got done complaining about my my team's issues. Um, you know, there there's a lot of teams that are going to have playoff. Uh, they're they're going to be a part of the playoff picture who aren't necessarily all in uh, in round one, and uh, you're going to need to be. So, I mean, if the Giants are fully healthy and Saquon's fully healthy, like they're going to have a shot right now. Though it feels like to stay in games, I just don't like them to win a game. Yeah, um, and it depends on how they the trend too. Um, there are, I mean, we saw it last year with the Cardinals. You trend a yeah. little too early, and right. then yeah, they end up getting a wild card spot, and then they end up getting annihilated by the Rams in the Stink first week. It up. Um, so and and again, same thing with a lot of these teams that are two and four, three and three right now. The Niners, they get healthy, they get a guy. You know the the Packers, maybe they get a guy at the deadline. Whatever they need receiver if, help if so bad. They get somebody in there, and it wouldn't surprise me if they maybe they only win. 10, 11 games, but you trend at the right time. That's, I mean, 
That's how yeah. it works. You, I, I mean, there, it, it feels like there's a couple of teams that are right around the 500 that could use a, a piece or two. Um, I'm real, real <laughs> interested this next week. Um, I CMC was talks look. have begun. That is what I was just going to say. Um, what Carolina is going to be willing to give up here real soon because they are headed for a full on reboot. Yeah, they um, and and you know when like when you look at CMC, by the way, that contract is not terrifying. Um, it's it's not that bad. Like it's it's eleven million dollars a year for a dude that can change the game. We and I have hey, been very critical of his time on the field, but we, we do have a twenty twenty four first round pick. <laughs> V- courtesy, that's good. courtesy of the Jared headed, Goff, bro. courtesy of the Jared Goff trade. In case I, they ever wanted to, I, I think you guys need to be in consideration of a uh, of five hundred before you make said move. I know, just throwing that out there. Uh, uh, I'd I'd still rather, even with how bad our uh, our running game is, I would still rather focus on trying to get like OBJ back in the building towards that second half of the season. What's interesting is their um their bye week. Uh, the Panthers' bye week is not until post uh, trade deadline because trade deadline's end of November, I believe. I think so. So, um, yeah, theirs is uh, the first uh, first week of December, and so considering that, um, I mean, they've got three divisional games to play before then. They got to play at Cincinnati play at Baltimore and they got to play at home against Denver like I I don't think they're going to win any of these games no and um, I mean they're bad and they've got some defensive tackles that they may be willing to part with Um, that's already been a big rumor and those are some difference makers Mm -hmm. on that team Um, if CMC goes I think that's going to be quite a haul be an interesting see see how high of a round pick you're going to get out I think that's a if it's a two pick scenario my my understanding of the evaluation is somewhere between a second and fourth to a third and fifth type of scenario. Um, I see a lot of teams willing to part for that or with oh, that yeah. as you get closer to that deadline. It's real interesting to see where the win loss records are and what the needs are for some of these teams coming in. Um, I you know I saw the Bills and the Forty ers were the two main teams tagged into those articles, and I went. Yeah, we're getting Elijah. The Niners are getting Elijah Mitchell back pretty quick. I could see the Bills pulling trigger because they got so much depth on that team. Yeah, and they got tons of draft picks, and they got great coaching. They got all the things that you need. Uh, they just don't have secondary health right now. I personally, I, I would think you'd want to address the the lack of Micah Hyde before you'd want to go get CMC um, when your offense is killing it the way that they are. And I'm not saying the Bills' defense is bad. They just held Pat. Mahomes to 20 points but um, yeah I don't know I, really interesting uh, to see what happens with the Panthers um, before we uh, go ahead and head out I didn't mention I am uh, I'm also taking OK State <laughs> so I didn't say that earlier the Ducks are hosting an all important Pac-12 game against UCLA game this week Eugene. it's going to be in Eugene and there's a reason I did not put that one on the list this week is because I was pretty certain we were going to sweep that with duck picks. Yeah. Um, I think Grant and I would have a real hard time picking against the Ducks at home. Um, and uh, and I think Jameson's seen enough Pac-12 football in his life to know, and especially Duck football, uh, to know what happens when the Ducks play at home, yeah. generally speaking, unless yeah. they're playing freaking Washington State, apparently. Um, Which, by the way, go Beavs. Uh, yeah, good 14-point win. That was a good five one. Five and two. Yep, five and two. 
We got Colorado hey, State next week. One more, and you got a bowl game. I know. One more. And you got you, uh, you got Colorado next week? Yeah. Who won a game against Cal this last week? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Hilarious. So bad. They're, they're literally like, I think they were the worst. Um, they were considered the worst Division One team in the country this last week. Yeah. And won that game. They're like, no, we're not. <laughs> like, uh, which is hilarious. But uh, yeah, which I think that says more about Cal than it does about Colorado. Just being yeah, honest. I how, think, how the mighty have, some... not that Cal was ever like the powerhouse of California, but, they've been, but they've how been the mighty good. have fallen. Yeah. I remember uh, they, this last year, their, their coach was in consideration for the duck job. Yeah. I heard he turned it down. Turned it down. We we ended up with our second option in Dan Lanning, um, because the hometown boy didn't want to come home. Uh, bad move, bro. Bad move. But uh, no, super excited about that game this week. Uh, super excited about several things going on with football. I think Jameson's super excited uh, to see his team take a break. <laughs> we, get a rusty a poo. we get a buy. We uh, get a buy. Honestly, thank try and figure thank out left tackle. And other things were concerning the offensive line. See if yeah. Matt Stafford's arm can take a little rest. Looks like uh, Dustin Hopkins really wishes that he had this week off. Yeah, dude. Um, and uh, we're just watching the highlights of the game and him literally taking a knee after every kick that he made tonight. Um, really interesting to see how the Bucks respond to losing to the Steelers. Uh, that That's a team that needs some wins. There's a... A lot of drama going around, going on in in Tom Brady's life. They brought more of it up as we're watching uh, Sports Center here. Um, they're talking about him maybe getting preferential treatment because he took Monday off this last week yeah. to go uh, watch his former owner Robert Kraft uh, get married to somebody who's a third of his age. <laughs> um, as it goes, <laughs> as as it goes, when you're a you know billionaire, billionaire. Um, ooh. Randall Cobb out multiple weeks. IR a possibility. Yeah. Hey Odell, you want a job? Hey Deshaun Jackson, you want a couple week flyer? Yeah. Uh, hey, literally anybody. Anybody. Uh, that Josh can Gordon run just got cut ball. by I think the Titans. Uh, that guy's still around. He's still around. He's floating on practice. He he got cut from a practice squad this week. Um, for another wide receiver whose name you and I have never heard. Um, but no, I just wanted to, like I said, touch on some potential storylines. We'll be looking forward to a great weekend of football. Um, so much going on. I am really hoping tomorrow the uh, New York Yankees play their last baseball game of the season. I will be paying attention to that this week, mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, watching all things football. I'm actually spending the week out of Depot Bay. Uh, we're nice. doing my family's my family does this every other year birthday parties out at the the beach we have three birthday parties in my family in one week and as my mom my sister and myself and so uh we go out um you know for my mom and my sisters they mm-hmm. they don't they don't ever celebrate you know n- anywhere near my birthday we always do it for them Gotcha. Uh, they don't listen to the gotcha. show, so I'm fine here. Yeah, uh, but uh, we're going to go out and do that. So I'll be watching those games out of Depot Bay, watching uh, watching the water hit the rocks. If you've never been, uh, it's a pretty nice uh, pretty nice place to watch uh, the waves roll in. And the Usually NBA tips off tight. tomorrow. NBA tips off tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll see how our first week of fantasy goes. I uh, got the short week because uh, it goes until Sunday. I haven't really looked into it too much, but my MVP prediction this year would probably be uh, Luca. I I like that as well. I think the way that team's constructed be interesting. Because 
they feel very six seedish to me. Well, I mean, but would um I mean is is the is the unicorn healthy? Like the unicorn the the unicorn's healthy right now? He doesn't play there anymore. Or what how would I miss this? I think he's he might he's bounced around and I honestly haven't been in basketball mode for a while, but me. he definitely I think went to Washington Wizards really? at one point. <gasps> oh, did he get traded last year? He did. Um, because that's where I think uh, Dinwiddie came over my bad. as part of that trade. He played 17. He did. He got traded at the end of the season last year. My yeah. bad. But 17 games. Um, so, because my, my thought is obviously Luke is already incredible. Um, but it's one of those things where his statistical numbers are going to have to outweigh probably where they are in the rankings um, in the Western Conference. Because I think the Warriors are going to be really good. And if Steph has a Steph season, he's going to be up there. Um, there'll be some voter fatigue probably for Jokic because he's already gone back to back. But honestly, he, yeah. the, the Nuggets are going to be really good. And if he does what he does, it might be hard to say no. Uh, Giannis is always going to be up there. Um, Embiid, I think the Sixers are probably going to be the best team if they can stay healthy and put it together in the East. So Embiid's going to be up there for MVP. Yeah, um, for sure. But but I think Luca, like of the guys, um, just putting up raw numbers. Um, you know, he's a guy that flirts with a triple double, could lead the league in scoring, especially now that he doesn't really have the backcourt that he had last year. So th- that would be my like way too early MVP prediction without actually seeing any basketball played yet. Um, Why but- is Javale McGee starting at center? That's that's a typo. Christian Wood starting at center, right? He should. I, that, that is ridiculous. I mean, he's doing the five minute thing where he goes in, you know, they have a set way they want to run it for a minute. I, and then I guess comes we'll, in and takes minutes. That's yeah, ridiculous. I haven't, I haven't really watched any preseason stuff. I don't typically watch much yeah. preseason stuff. I mean, but it, it, it could be, the, it could be the rotation. You look at the, you look at the rush. I mean, Finney Smith is a good role player for them. Yeah. Um, you know, Bullock's going to start at small four. Don't love that. They could be better there. Uh, Tim Hardaway. Maxi Cleaver's not a bad spot up shooting option for them either. But again, it's one of those things where everything kind of goes through Luca. Yeah, and, everything. Um, Dinwiddie's going to play a lot of the. He's going to play yeah. a lot of minutes at the two. Yeah. Um. um it, it would basically it would have to be like a Russell Westbrook scenario where yeah. you know you get a six seed but you win MVP because you average triple double. Legit though, not a lot of depth. No. That, that's why I'm like I didn't even know McGee was I had a spot let alone was starting for a team yeah which again um, with how the NBA goes um, with how guys move around it wouldn't surprise me if something else were to happen there either um, they were just going to have to hold their own for long enough um, but with the playing anything's possible well, I don't know I, but he would be my guy if I had to pick somebody for MVP um, I, I mean Giannis is always up there too for me. Well, I but. am I am glad you brought up basketball's rear on a way out because I did want to bring it. I, I did want to touch on one time really quickly the um the Blazers depth chart as well. So I was looking today because Blazers re-signed Nasir Little to a f- uh, four-year extension. Uh, really mm-hmm. team-friendly deal. Got him four years, 28 million, um, which he hasn't put up near the numbers you would hope uh, at a first-round pick. He wasn't an early first-rounder though. Uh, I think he got picked 25th, 27th, something like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, the 
the known things are uh, Lillard's uh, going to be the cornerstone of the team as always. Uh, Simons is going to slot in at the two. Here's my thing with that, though. I cannot wait to see Gary Payton Jr. Uh, play some basketball. I know he's he's uh, coming off injury right now. Yeah, he uh, won't he won't come out of the gates for us. But I I'm excited to have him there. I I know a lot of people that are pretty down on the Blazers. Um, I'm not super high on them. I think they're a play in team, but I think it's going to come down more to coaching than it is talent because we're definitely not the most talented roster. But when you have some more defensive pieces around Dame, it makes me feel a little bit better. And I don't, I think Jeremy Grant is maybe not what he was a few years ago, especially when he was playing in Denver because that scenario was just so good. But if Dame is Dame, Dame is carried worse to better. I, so I'm just saying, like I the the pieces on uh, from the starting lineup, and I like Josh Hart too. Yeah, I Josh Hart's starting at the three. Jeremy Grant's going to start at the four. This is a guy that was scoring twenty points a game last year. Um, you know, Nurk at the five. I do not like at all the big man depth on this no. team. It is horrible. Um, you know, they're um, Trendon Watford and uh, it's Olivier, right? I think so. Star or Sar, sorry, I knew that. I really did. Um, and then behind that is Justice Winslow and Drew Eubanks, who hopefully don't see the floor basically yeah. at all. Um, you know, uh, Shaden Sharp is going to be you basically your um, probably eighth man. I think is what yeah, that's going to look little like. Spark plug, um, freakish athlete, freakish athlete. You know, number seven pick in the draft. High, high ceiling. Lots to figure out. Yeah. Body needs to be in NBA shape. Um, not that he's in bad shape. He needs to be in NBA shape. He's got to be able to take those bruises. Yeah. Um, you know, and that just develops a little bit as you get older. I like that they kept Keon Johnson. Um, you know, I think that's a pretty underrated keep. Uh, but genuinely, this is just an athletic team. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of that roster is Greg Brown. Um, you know, another big man that, that won't see the floor, but I, I like look at the five and I go Lillard, Simons, Hart, Grant and Nurk. That's it's a good five. It's a good five. I don't like Simons. I will say that again and again and I, again and again. I would love for the Blazers to give up on him and move on. I, I like him. 100% that guy. I, I like him as a sixth man. Sure. But, but is a starter on in on on an NBA team where you have no defense out of your uh, your primary yeah. point guard almost. Well, and the problem here is going to be, I, I think you could honestly have a a pretty good starting lineup with running Josh Hart at a two instead. Yes, but there's going to be justification for we just gave Anthony Simons a hundred million dollars. We need to start him. Um, well, and that's because just- you're stupid. Yeah, and you could have given a hundred million dollars to a lot of people and gotten more quality play. Yeah, and I mean, Chauncey doesn't quite have the the coaching clout either to really do a whole lot of things. Um, so, and I also just I I don't know if he's that great of an NBA coach. That's yet to be determined. I, I'm not going to judge him off of last year because it's his first year, and the team was actively trying to but, lose games, and Jody Allen should be sent to jail. 
Um, Amen. For for many reasons, not even just basketball reasons. But, but I mean, we would say that we like eight people on this team. Yeah. Eight. Um, you know, and, and it, that's that's my point is you you got the starting five, which we like. Um, to you know, I again, I like Simons. I just don't like him as a starter, and I cannot believe they paid him a hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's um, the that's the question mark and, for me. And I like Gary Payton. I I am a fan. I I I absolutely think he deserves twenty minutes a night. That's where I like to see him, and because I know what a stud defender he is. Honestly, like if if we were coming off the bench in our first rotation, you know, we had. Dame and Hart and Grant and you know whoever else we want to put out there for the sake of having them out there. If that second unit that we were going to bring in was led by Simons and then you have uh, you know, a defensive guy like Gary Payton out there just disrupting people yep, and then two. just kind of you know, Dame now comes and subs in for Simons and now you have a little bit of um, a little bit of him out there with, with Dame. Like I, I would like that a lot more. Our, our backcourt defense... It, it's going to be the same thing as when we had McCollum. Like I, I like Simon's athleticism and his ability to create, and he's a pretty good spot up shooter. But it, can't play it's, defense. It's the same thing as he's the so problems small. we had with Dame, who's now older, and CJ, uh, yeah, an undersized backcourt that can score with the best, but can't stop anybody. So and, you're just relying on Hart and Grant to pick up all of their best guys, and then Nurk is not much of an interior threat. And genuinely, you're paying Simons more. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. That from the GM side of this, you're paying Simons more than you were paying McCollum. So don't say, well, we couldn't afford them both. No, you literally just decided to pay Simons. It, it was that more was of a... institutional, we're going to get a couple years younger decision. Yeah, and I think a lot of it too was, Ugh. we've kind of missed our opportunity missed our window with, with these CJ guys and, and we just I get it we need something a little bit different and we i'm honestly should have got something better i know i know i i'm glad for cj though because i do think that the pelicans are kind of a sleeper team in the west this year personally um they were already kind of pesky last year and the uh the plan and then that well, first round I mean, of the playoffs but ingram and ingram and zion like playing alongside them that should be good should yeah. be really good. Yeah, I, I was gonna take Ingram today. I didn't Ingr- have the opportunity. Ingram is like legit good. Like uh, Ingram legit is good. really good. He's basically like a Walmart KD. But I think that they, I think that that's their team. I don't yeah. think like I looked at that roster too. Not a lot of depth. Not real good. Okay. Bones Highland, pretty good defensive guard off the bench. But, you got a uh, what's his face, the little rat guy that camps in the corner. Wait, this is what I'm saying. There's not a lot get, get the after steal. those three. And, it's, and when Zion's not playing, uh-oh. I mean, I'm going to say the same thing about the Blazers, though. When Jeremy Grant and Nurk aren't on the court, I don't think that this team can afford to have both of them off the court at the same time. Yeah. Who the crud's going to play? Like, you're going to you gonna move a little down to the four? That dude's 6'5". Yeah, they're probably going to have to. I mean... He's 6'5". Justice Winslow's going to get to play? That dude is slow and cannot, that guy, cannot guard off a screen to save his life. That guy's not been good for a long time. Like he's, um, I mean, I'm just like looking at it. I mean, Sharp is bigger. He is. He's genuinely like bigger than Little. Like no, pun, just, no pun intended. No, yeah, and not. But that's his name, so yeah. I have to say that. But Sharp, Sharp really is. I mean, he's got a bigger wingspan and he's taller than him. You yeah, know? and I, which is a shame because <laughs> that dude plays the one two. Honestly, um, hear me out. Bring Draymond in. No, do it. Absolutely not. Well, you're not. He's not going to end up in the West. I think they're going to get rid of him, but he's not going to get. He's not going to end up in the West. He's going to go to the East. 
I I don't think I think they are going to trade him. By yeah, the way. I I don't think the NBA has as much of a problem making that happen as the NFL does, where they're like, get him over there. There are some cases of that, but I I don't think Golden <laughs> State looks at Portland, for example, and says we're worried about those. We're guys. worried about these yeah. guys. Like if it was, agree, but uh, you know. Denver or you know the Lakers or like whoever are looking at not that I think the Lakers are going to be like amazing but it's one of those things where it's like we actually have to worry about It'd this be a team. good video game team though it'd yeah. be a great 2k plus team. honestly I I've hated Draymond for the longest time from a basketball perspective that would be an, an amazing fit I think yeah I no I was I was like looking at these depth issues though and I'm just like Look, I thought Watford played his butt off while we were in garbage time last year. Like a, lot, a lot of the guys did. But I, did that, I thought he did a really good job. Um, but the idea of him playing 15 minutes a night on a regular NBA season schedule is ridiculous. It, I mean, yeah, we're in Halloween season, but that's the spookiest thing I've heard all like, October. That's just nuts to me. So, And, and honestly, like, Sar getting anywhere near that amount of time because Nurk's going to play 25 to 27 minutes. That's it. Yeah. Some of the, one of those two guys is going to be playing 20 minutes like regularly. Um, I, and, and it's probably going to be SAR. Yeah. Like just looking at what it is because Watford is not, he's a thin power forward. He's not a, he's not huge. So, I mean, I mean, I would, okay, he's on the smaller side of power yeah. forwards. I wouldn't call him thin. That's unfair. I think but, what we're probably going to have to geez. hang on and wait for. Um, the, honestly, this year, I think, is the biggest year of the trade deadline uh, that I can think of. And it's not necessarily because of who's going to be contending. It's about who's going to want to be tanking and selling the house for Wembenyama. Um, because if there's a team who is not doing good and they're like, well, here we are. Um, we have the chance of getting the guy. There's going to be a lot of teams who are just needing one guy right now. And then there's going to be a lot of teams that are willing to get rid of whatever and whoever they can. So Cleveland and Chicago, they're going to want one guy. Cleveland, I think is legit. Those are, those are, that's, I, I think both of those teams are going to be looking for one guy in the East. I think I think that's that's a legit thing, something that we wouldn't expect. Cause I, I mean, when I was doing these these mock drafts today, I'm like looking through rosters. I'm just like, okay, who's going to get minutes? Who's going where? Cleveland was yeah. legit last year until their team got injured. Minnesota's going to need a guy. They're going to need a guy. They think they got their guy. You know, they're going to need a guy. Uh, <laughs> they are. I mean, Anthony Edwards is legit. I don't think getting Rudy is as big of a swing as they think he is. They're like, we went all in and got our guy. It's like, okay. I think the min- the window has been missed for the Suns. Yes, I agree. And and I think Aiton becomes available. They might they might win fifty two games in the regular season, but no, I don't, I don't think they're gonna. I I just don't think it's there. I think they're. We all know they're one injury away. We know when he when he's done. They're yeah, done. I mean CPU missed several games last year and they were all right. They still won over sixty games last year, but it it's for me. They can't really weather uh, an eighty-two game regular oh, no, season. I wasn't with- saying him. If if Booker's done, they're done. Oh well, yeah. yeah but no, I, I, I'm not really concerned uh, injury-wise with him. It's CP3 that has the history. But yeah, it, Aiden. Yeah, they got him back, but it was on unhappy terms for a while. They didn't talk for the longest time, and people thought he was going to get traded. So it's a really weird scenario over there. 
I think ultimately they're good enough to win 50 games. Um, but, but I think that's a ceiling. I, 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 I just I don't think they're that good. You age and you don't change and you're going to get what you get. Yeah. I mean, you just they didn't get any better. And you like look up and down the roster. I just don't think there's a lot there. Yeah, I don't think there's I think there's a lot of teams just looking at rosters. You can kind of tell where they're already at. Like Orlando's going to get a little bit better out in the East. Orlando Washington, has a lot of talent. They're just not really trying to win games. right Washington's now. Washington's not trying to win at all. That's pretty obvious. You know, the Celtics are going to be right back. I think that um, I think the Nets uh, and Brooklyn are going to be. Or, or sorry, I think Brooklyn's going to be um, like um, they're above average. Don't get me wrong, because you have one specific guy that's going to make you that way all the time. Um, and and I don't care what that dude that I got in a massive argument with about Kyrie says. Um, <laughs> he was this dude tried to tell me that Kyrie is is the best point guard in the NBA. No, no, it's not. Oh, he's not. Lost. The 10th best I lost my mind. NBA. I was like, are are you out of? Steph Curry is the best point guard in the NBA. Like, this is not a conversation, bro. Like, I don't know if you need to do this, but we can ring check this. And uh, and you might want to look at the scoreboard and you might want to look at the most recent one. And then like, you know, all the I'm just like, dude, what are you what are you even having a conversation with me about? He does this and he does that. I'm like, dude, he doesn't play. <laughs> this is a joke, right? Like he and I'm not just talking COVID like the dude doesn't play in enough games to be called a top five. He doesn't play I, in enough games I don't think and he's... show up every night to be called top eight. Like, I agree with you. I think he's in the conversation for 10. I don't even know. Like, I I, I, definitely... I, I legitimately think if I were to look through these rosters, because, again, my brain's not in basketball mode, I think I could find easily 10 point guards that I would rather have. So I've been wanting to do this. We are, we are a mostly football show. But next week... Um, I think we should have a little bit of fun with it. I'd love to come in with our um, our top five uh, at every position. And I was going to challenge Grant on this because I know he's got some uh, some time to kill because he'll be driving back from California this week. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, and he hates driving like I not as much as I do, but he he really does. So he'll just hand the keys to his wife and be like, peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, I'd love to do top five, a position, just kind of where we're at in terms of rankings, do that next week. Um, and, uh, you already heard our pick them for the day. I uh, hope you're doing well in fantasy cause we're not doing super hot right now, but got some good things coming down the pipe. Uh, we're going to call it a show right here. Um, be watching all these games, looking forward to these, the ducks UCLA game, like we mentioned, and, uh, we'll get into some more conversation about basketball see how that first week went and then uh we'll be we'll see if we've got some for real contenders as we are approaching uh getting past this one third of the football season you know halfway through sunday we'll, we'll be getting through uh, all that and uh starting to look ahead at uh who's a contender and who's a pretender and uh we'll uh we'll start making some lists there as well but have a great rest of the week and uh, enjoy uh, the awesome end of fall that's coming for so many of us. Or I'm sorry, summer and the beginning of fall is coming for so many of us this next week. And uh, we'll talk at you uh, when we get back next week. See ya. See ya.